0: Hey folks, welcome back to Funny for Nothing Podcast. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we've got a great episode today. Episode 3 of the podcast with the great Todd Glass. The one and only Todd We're, Glass. Uh, of course, with my co-host as always, my pal, Kevin Tinkin. How you feeling? I'm sweating. Yeah, it is a little bit hot. It's a little bit... Uh, really-
1: sexy here i like to i like to be sweating when i do the intros i think it's important that people
0: know i'm a real human being yeah it means that you've already yeah. done a bunch of hard work and whoever's been talking trash about my haircut <laughs> ever, back it off back it off happy to have you guys here uh as always please rate review subscribe on youtube and apple podcast wherever you get your podcast send us emails emails to funny for nothing pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. anything you got to say send it over there we're going to be reading some on the old program here and uh, follow us on
1: Instagram at funny
0: for nothing no pod just funny for nothing
1: funny for nothing on the Instagram yeah if you you guys have guest requests you have questions that we should be asking people will try to put out a little uh, heads up on when things are going down and who our guests are going to be so you guys can throw some uh, questions out any questions for us things like that but those reviews are huge especially in these first five weeks Give us some reviews. Go over to iTunes or wherever you listen. iTunes is where we're, we're trying
0: to pop off. Uh, I've been trying to pop off. On iTunes? Oh, yeah. I've yeah.
1: been trying to pop off
0: on iTunes for Download years. Download us onto your iPod. Mm-hmm. Uh, shuffle it up. Leave it running overnight.
1: Share this with your family and friends, uh, You know, especially if you have people in your life that uh, are infirmed. I hear we're, we're actually—we
0: we get a pretty solid audience response from people who are infirmed yeah if like you have it. a uh, you know your aunt and uncle who don't even know how to work their phone grab it leave a review leave a mm-hmm. thing subscribe mm-hmm. to it and then they'll be mad when it's on their phone like the u2 album
2: what is this
0: uh but yeah i'm happy you guys are here enjoy the episode it's a great one today here he is our pal Todd glass everyone
2: that's the way to do it i don't want you Man. to insult yourself you're uh-huh. a good person Thank and you're you. nice and you're kind and you're a good dad yeah, and you're a good friend, and there's no reason for self-deprecation. So. Thank, you. Thank you. Self-deprecation? <laughs> oh, I've had a couple of accidents. Yeah. That's uh, bad. Before, uh, hey, I'm
1: sitting next to Todd Glass, actor, comedian, writer, author, sex symbol, stubble icon. I'm so excited to have him on the pod. Todd, I want to start this off. Uh, your mom recently passed away. Do you think that's because you're gay or you're Jewish? Oh.
2: No, Todd, come
0: on. <laughs> no, Todd, please. <laughs> uh, both.
2: Uh, no, my mom died uh, because I'm uh, Jewish. Okay, okay. Is she, was she not? Jewish. Yeah, she is. Man. <laughs> I used to, I, real quick, I used to lie and say I was half Italian because I didn't want people to stereotype me, and that happened a lot, you know, and uh, so I just said I'm half Italian, and then years later, a comedian said that I was a self-hating Jew, and I told him why. He goes, well, you should stop that, you know. Not, not. Anyway, so later, like, would come up. So, eh, what's your, you know, your ethnicity or whatever they would ask after I was told that. Because I wanted to go, I don't, I don't it, first of all, I don't, I'm not, I don't adhere to the Jewish religion at all. But my point is, I'm not a self-hating Jew. So people, next time they ask me, was my opportunity to go, can, and they go, what, what, what's your background? I would go, oh, I'm half Jewish still. Yeah, yeah. And they go, what's the other half? I go, Jewish.
0: <laughs> 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 nah, I'll admit it.
1: Oh, I love it. Yeah, the, uh, you, uh, you're you a man who's been escaping stereotypes for your whole life. Try not to play into the stereotypes. I'm reading
0: your book.
2: Oh, thank you. Uh, I, by the way, can I ask you a question? I read question? it to my kids. Wait, hold on a second. Are you reading bed? it or are
0: you, or are you listening, to listening to it? I'm listening
2: to it. Okay. Hey, if you're, <laughs> can I tell you something? If you're skimming through it, that's beautiful. I'm mm-hmm. not, you know. Uh, but... Up front Don't you think you should You know Give some of my You know So the the And it, it makes me look bad Believe me This is not going to Make me look good But maybe give a few Of my real credits Oh Todd oh. Glass Everyone Welcome to the podcast
0: We're here with Todd Glass He's been seen on Are uh, oh, there going
2: to be Things I like
0: Such programs as
2: Friends Home Improvement Oh no what? See 10 year old Tom On HBO There you go no, I'm, just, I'm just
0: I'm running through The Rolodex of ah, things I'm
2: impressed mm-hmm. you Even though that Yeah I've been, back. I was looking Tosh At your IMDB Tosh- I'd go with uh, 10 uh, year old Tom because that's on the HBO right now and uh, I like I'll be honest I like that as a credit uh let's see um, uh, and then uh, my my Netflix special boom 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 act happy and I'm I'm, I'm good with that
0: what I, about no home improvement no <laughs> was that when was it a good when you did that were you excited at the time
2: I, I always hated auditioning so yeah. when I got things yeah. I got I, I'm not even joking I would get bummed I would be like oh and sometimes i was afraid i was going to get it mostly i didn't so i don't want to make it sound like oh i thought i wouldn't be no mostly i never got anything i hated the audition process and that was just just a, everything was bad because i had a stomachache it was like being back in high school when i had to do acting unless they let me be 100 percent ad lib yeah on 10 year old tom i have a ball that's just voice acting yeah but yeah acting gave me a it really made me nervous i'm not saying i don't think i could do a good job in the right situation but on those we had to get the line Oh, just yeah, yeah and Kevin uh,
0: seemed has had some uh, pretty intense meltdowns doing self-tape auditions. <laughs> Kevin's Kevin's been in the room for some real uh laying face down oh, yeah. on the floor type of uh no, meltdown.
1: I'm waiting for Bruce to do something successful uh, so that I can I can uh, I can come back and be like, "Now you owe me, pal." Because there have, he, so so Bruce got an audition for SNL. He had to you do it. Yeah. He, he he taped cool. for SNL and
2: Maybe Jesus. I should, you know, let him sit
1: next to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm trying to get on Home Improvement. I <laughs> know uh, I got. I was. Uh, I got an audition for LNS, uh, which is, uh the other late night
2: suckers. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, mostly P D. When yeah, did you yeah. audition for SNL?
0: Uh, June. So is it, it a was live a self, or did you submit? No. It was a, so there's like it's like three parts of it where it's like there's the tape and then there's the uh, in person like showcase and then the audition. There, I just did the tape. You
2: did, and the tape. and they didn't like it. And how long was it?
0: five five and a half minutes I did three characters and two and a half minutes of stand-up
2: did they give any do they give any feedback no. or nothing they the only just way
0: you, the only way I found out I didn't get it is uh my manager said that he was going to the showcase that night
2: right and I, and I know, wasn't on it. For what this is <laughs> yeah. worth for what this is worth and I think it is worth something just you know coming straight forward not trying to sound like oh you never know maybe sometimes you don't get things let's i'll talk for myself but you'll get it um sometimes you don't just get it because they didn't like what you did you know and that's the case and that's going to be and they're not bringing you back and they're not thinking about you they didn't like it of course that happens but i bet this happens more than you think and was the good side of when i did a pilot called todd's coma we had to cast it and this happened more than once. Some people know we just didn't like them, but but there were a few people. Like, they probably didn't get a call and thought, oh, they didn't like me. And all we did was talk and try to find a place for this one girl. We're like, what well, could we use her? And she wasn't right for oh, that. Oh, that's amazing. I think that happens more than you think. But they don't have time to call everybody. So sometimes I think it, you'd be surprised. A few years later, or, you know, or they did like you, and it was on the fence. And next time, well,
1: you're, yeah, and then maybe somebody that saw it is doing another project, and they go, hey, that guy. We right. need that guy yeah. that did that thing.
0: Yeah. I think the only way to keep Sanity about the entire thing Is that most things are uh, indifference Right Like I think that there was I imagine they saw it And they were like Eh maybe I don't know they that's weren't a like, good, oh, God, this right. is, yeah, get him out of here. <laughs> right. Well, that's probably a good,
2: that's why I tried to have realistic, I didn't want to make my story sound like, yeah. you know, like, you need to be bullshitted, but I do think it's better, yours is probably in the middle yeah, they weren't, like, this is horrible, they weren't doing a play. Yeah, I mean, I also
0: wasn't doing, I didn't go up and do, like, an impression of Joe Biden. Like, I did a character called Johnny Pornseed, which, uh, instead of Johnny Appleseed, he's the guy who... Uh, where it ran around the country and spread porn in different parts of the woods and different parts of this. And then it kinda of turned out he's like being interrogated and he's like trying to say that he's just a litter bug and he's not providing children with pornography. So I understand that they probably saw that and were like, we can't what the hell is what this guy? What is this, this guy even doing? Yeah. But it was fun. I'm happy to be whatever, you know. That's but. why
2: I'm glad a show like I think you should leave is on because it's gonna open up more yes. than just being fucking you know shut the fuck up good it's gonna change the landscape of what people can do and sketch in a big fucking way yeah no i which, got to
0: do an episode of that it was awesome but i did an episode i did yeah but i did uh the sitcom sketch. It's in the third episode of the new season
2: and and which which uh, the sitcom what, what's the premise of it uh
0: where he's yelling into the microphone uh oh, during shut the, the sitcom fuck audience up. i was on you- the cast of the sitcom.
2: See, but I, I'm I envious of, to me, getting to do anything on that show, big yeah. or small. I, it,
0: they cut a lot of stuff and it ended up being very small, but it was still awesome. But still you stuck. were fucking on it. Yeah. And it, I auditioned, yeah. f- Kevin helped me with a lot, I auditioned probably five or six things for that show, didn't get anything I auditioned, like kind of what you're saying, didn't get any of the things I auditioned for and then got that thing. And a lot of the things I did audition for ended up being either cut or off screen. So it would be like... We were doing a thing right now, and there's somebody outside yelling and be like, Hey, Peach is here, you fucking piece of shit. And then, like, <laughs> I'm like, that was basically what a lot of it ended up being. So, I'm, it's all good. Well, you, know? and you
1: saw an actor have a freak out that day as I well. I did
0: see, I saw multiple actors have freak outs. Really? Because it was, uh, there was a live audience, like, probably, I don't know why I said that. So, there's a live audience. There was like a, hun- it was a full studio audience, probably like a hundred people. And then everyone who was on the cast, it was two, me and another guy were both stand ups. And then the other people I think had done like theater or something, but these other two people had to go out and have uh, like talk directly to the crowd, pretty much like as their thing. And they were very uh, actory people, like kind of standoffish in the whatever other area. And then as soon as they got out in front of the people, they just froze up. And one of the guys would go out there, get halfway through, and he was a big guy, and he'd be like, "Line, fuck!" And they were like, like really and. Every- so- and everybody was like it's a- everything everything's cool man like you know we're making a very silly thing here like yeah. it's okay yeah <laughs> well
2: usually here's the thing not that this matters but I'm, I'll am i make it quick I said you're gonna oh yeah you're, you're- I'm not digressing you're, am I You're good okay cool um uh, usually it's from the head up it, you know so that's what makes me wonder I mean I've the only thing I know about uh Tim yeah, that he's like a super super sweet guy, but that's so he was in that because he's yeah, the yeah. one in the audience talking to the mic. So it's funny that people were getting who was was it a was it a was it a an up, was it a tight cast was it like not tight but was there a was it
0: no the vibe was great like the vibe was great it was but, awesome it, so was, it was just
2: this this I think he, I think that
0: that guy more was like to him he was yelling to himself in a way of like you're blowing it right yeah yeah because yeah. even like the director. Like, I've been on sets before where the director's, like, (laughs) literally screaming at people like a football coach, and it's a really bad time, but the uh, the guy from The Lonely Island, Akiva, was the director, and he's a very nice guy, and it's just, like, he was very chill. Yeah. Just, like, everything was very cool. It was just this guy was mad at himself. And that's what
2: makes it even... By the way, I'm a very paranoid person, but maybe that's good, especially people... That's what I was sort of saying. I wasn't trying to dig up any dirt, because I adore that show and him and... and, uh, and, uh, so uh, it's just, some, it's funny that he's being harder on himself. Yeah, it's the, like, I hey, think the guy, I the guy
0: was like really, because he was probably excited. He's like, this is yeah. a, a, a show I'm excited to be on. And I think he... a lot
1: of creatives are like that. Like, that, just kind of, if you're not doing what you expect of yourself to do, that though, I at least that's how I am. I get more pissed at myself. Like it's, it's maybe maybe that's a tool.
2: Like yeah, it's an, I used to have a joke of my act. If you don't want to, if you're in a relationship and you don't want to take the brunt of being wrong, just overpunish yourself. So maybe that's what this actor was doing. You know, yeah. he's like like maybe pretend you feed me a line, and I get it wrong, and I want this. I want instead of them being mad at me, they're telling me it's okay. So just give me the line, so I'll that, say it wrong. All
1: right, Mr. Glass, one more time. The line is, we love it, we gotta have it. All right, and action.
2: Okay. Well, when you lo- God damn it, no! I'm- a stupid file shit. I'm so dumb. <laughs> like, right, my kids are right, and now I'm getting dizzy, and I didn't eat dinner. Uh, Mr. Gle- a-
1: Mr. Glass, Mr. Glass, you're out out of sight of the camera, but you I know I'm just no, going no, to
2: no, no, I'm, no, no. I'm going to kill myself. No, Todd, no, Todd, Todd, come Todd, on. You're no, definitely Todd, killing
0: you're great. Myself. You're no, the best. You're
2: definitely killing myself. Todd,
0: you're great. I'm no, we don't want you to I kill, kill do yourself. Do it,
2: but when this is over, I'm definitely no, going to kill myself. Todd, I don't like to make light of that topic.
0: But see, in that situation.
2: It's all right.
0: In that it's situation, right. you're, you're also uh, Thank you. you're I also fishing it. for a compliment because right. you're, you're doing it. You want people to be like, "No, it's okay." <laughs> no, it's, it's all t- right. You can't tell yourself it's okay. You need a you, you need, need the other out- person. Yep.
2: The well, worst then. thing is if you do that and somebody goes, uh, "Maybe, maybe we don't have to do kill yourself" <laughs> as the punchline here, but something else. I'm going to quit the business. I'm going to move back. <laughs> to, and then the other people go. Oh, we thought you would never want to hear that, but we were thinking the same (laughs) (laughs) thing. I'm
1: going back to the docks. I'm sucking off fish again. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Let me uh, tell you guys something that happened to me on the way over here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I stopped on the way over here to get a uh, 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 kind bar. No, not a kind bar. A cliff bar. Had A a a couple of those also in Colorado a few months ago. Was going from Denver to Steamboat Springs. Uh, the nice, very funny uh, female comedian that I never met was opening for me. Who? And, uh, her name is uh, Salma Zaki. Okay. Denver Comic, peeps. who just moved to New York. Uh, very funny. But we are in the car, and I ate two of those, and they were changing altitudes. Take crazy gas. And you know you're in a you're oh, in a car man. with somebody, and you're, like, trying to sneak one and be like, oh, let's crank up the yeah, yeah, yeahs. Uh, let's, like, you know, let's
1: get some fresh air in here.
0: Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we're in, in Colorado. We're in the ah. mountains. Roll it down. But uh, so I stopped there at the gas station and I'm walking out, and there's people getting gas. At least one person saw me do this. My keys, I fumbled my keys and I went to grab them out of the air and I missed grabbing them and uh, pretty much full force punched myself in the balls. And, and, and I, I reacted in a very much like a ow kind of way. And at least one person saw me attempt to grab my keys out of the air and. So really, from far away, it just looked like (laughs) I was like doing S and M to myself, BDSM to fucking to myself at the gas station on the way over.
1: I have had. I mean, even recently, I've had a couple of those moments where, like, we when we were recording earlier, we were recording the intro earlier
0: for this for this episode. Wow,
2: very professional. And, yeah,
1: I know. Thank you. And
0: uh, and, and I'm I hey, Speaking sp- of that, we already said the episode was great, so no pressure. Yeah. Uh, yeah we did. So <laughs> oh, you, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We already did the you. intro before we recorded <laughs> okay, it. Here we, we go. A, but we said we had a
1: great time. Okay. We were recording the intro, and uh, we flubbed something. And I'm like, fuck. Jesus, and then I saw my hair, and I'm like, my fuck, goddamn it, I fucking hate myself. And Bruce is like, Jesus, and I'm like, no, no, it's, I, it's, it's fine. Like, and he's like, what's, what's, is that for real? And I go, we'll get into it later. All is right, folks, uh, Kevin
0: said you don't want to talk, you don't even want to talk about it. And then we, we uh, <laughs> <laughs> had a 1950s housewife and husband fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We don't yeah. talk anymore. So,
2: so yeah, I'm recovering from punching myself in the balls. You know what somebody told me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. It has something to do with what you just said. Yes, and you, I, you know, Mike. Expo- I have the expression "truth" because sometimes in all the midst of silliness, it helps me. Could be tw- I might never need it, but 20 minutes from now, I might be telling a story, and it's you need to believe that the first part of it's true So I'll just go truth, boom, and it, everyone trusts you, and you never break it. So truth with this, you, it's not like you dipped into this horribly. You don't, but but you'll get it in yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. By the way, it's not a big deal. But my friend said, <laughs> you can tell in a relationship when you watch a comedian what they think of their significant other by the way they do their voice. Mm. And I was like, oh. Oh, like their impression of yeah, them? Yeah, if, like, if it's like nagging. And, because yeah. people go, oh, that's the wife voice. It might have been 40 years ago. But now, if you tell a story about your wife, it doesn't have to be about her, what a pain in the ass she is. And if it is about something she's doing that you totally don't like or you don't like or whatever, they're... The, you, the voice, either by the voice you do, it shows how much you dismiss them. And why are you in the relationship? And yes. anybody evolved would watch it and go in two thousand twenty three and go, why are you in that relationship? You all and your vo- your wife's voice is <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's wife voice. I noticed. Yes, he's big enough where we can, you know, we're not punching down. Wait, uh, it, very it, dismissive. Is it, is
1: it, is it, Hi, Jerry,
2: it's me, your wife. No, it's... she's 11? It's... 11. it's oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, she's it's, 17, okay. It's uh, very n- uh, sing-songy naggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, why can't we...
1: I used to do... Uh, I used to... In, when I was in Fresno, I'd be, hey, my wife, let me tell you about it. I want to tell you something about that. That old lady, <laughs> she takes real good care of me. Actually, she provides a lot of a comfort. And, and, well, that and, uh, used to
0: be a genre of comedy, My Wife Stinks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was it was the world. Yeah, but I never had it's, a problem with my wife. I always like I've always I love. we've been together yeah. for for, for 20, 23 years almost, mm-hmm. and I, I love my wife. I got no problem with her. But when I would be around comics, and I would be like, my wife, she's great, got to love her, great lady or whatever, and they all look kind of like where
0: where is it?
1: But that's <coughs> why that's Where's why Roseanne,
0: coming? I think. So big initially is that she was like maybe the first one of the first female comedians to be like my fucking fat husband my dumb husband Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you know she just flipped it on its ass Were you in LA whenever Roseanne kind of first because I was like late no. mid 80s late '80s. I was
2: Excuse me. I moved to LA in 90. Gotcha. So uh, maybe a little before but uh, I, I mean like months before but um Well, were you two years old? I was two years old um, <laughs> but uh <laughs> But, a, uh, a, a baby stand-up I, I saw her on the Rodney Dangerfield special. Yeah. She was the one that that's where oh, she that's got... right. It. Yeah.
0: You know what? Wait, no, never mind. He wasn't. I thought I'd be able to tie this story together by saying that yesterday at the uh, gym, because I'm uh, in, in ex- incredible shape, I had an incredible celebrity sighting. I actually, You might actually know this guy. I would like to hear if not. Uh, if you think you're at a gym and you're excited because you're like, that is a legendary buff comedian and it makes me feel good that I'm in the gym and he's right over there because it means I'm on the right path. Who? Who, who would you think? Legendary Buff comedian. The, Legendary buff? I think uh collect calls. Wait, collect calls? Collect calls. One eight hundred C L L L A C O C C David Spade? No. <laughs> Legendary Buff comedian. No. no. he's not a buff <laughs> no. comedian. Well, well no, I know he did those <laughs> oh no he
2: did the credit card thing. Yeah. Wait, no. what Top. Caratop? Caratop. <laughs> in the <laughs> flesh yesterday.
0: It made me so excited. I love Caratop. I saw him mm-hmm. uh a few years ago in Vegas, fucking incredible.
2: Me too. And I went with I went in to open for Dave there, Spade, and we went in a night early, and we went and saw him. I've gone three times, and by the way, I never, you know, I never. For a while, it just became the joke, yeah. which was an unfair. You know, I really, did, and I'm not him, so I could say it. It's not yeah. like him. He, I don't. But but it was like it just became. He represented everybody else that their failures, and he had nothing to do with their failures. Yes, yeah. and. Even if you don't like that style of comedy, I have no problem if someone goes, Oh no, I'm not, I don't like prop humor at all. That's fine. But but it was him, it was just like the worst, you know...
0: He was like the crowd work comedian of his time, or the TikTok comedian of his time. And and, and he never
2: got... He, it
1: wasn't even taking... They didn't even account for his actual jokes, his actual talent. Well, yeah, and it was it just was, a trope.
2: It was just more that he was doing well. And again, I'm not saying you have to like that style. There's there's a way yeah. to me that you could say that's not my cup of tea where I wouldn't be going, hey, leave him alone. But um it was it was like it didn't affect them by that time he wasn't even in clubs yeah he was not in clubs i think 92 he might have been out of comedy clubs well the
0: stage isn't big enough for the trunks right (laughs) (laughs) you gotta have a big stage you gotta i mean i'd love to have him in here but i mean where's he gonna put all this stuff
2: when i saw his show in vegas i literally thought that i would love some of the elements it's more than just props now it's lighting cues and when he does that thing with the curtains when you, um, when you shut the curtains at the hotel, you know how that light yeah. always comes yes. through, but to be able to visually and that's got to be expensive, because there's like a pin spot that comes with the back of the room, and all of a sudden there's a curtain, and he's laying, and then they go to close it, and then it's there. And then they close it again and put a chip on it, and it sneaks out there.
0: It's a <laughs> funny visual. Yes we, So whenever we went and saw him, we had a show that night at 10 o'clock, and we went to his show at eight. And we had to leave just a tiny bit early, and it made me mad that I had to leave. But also leaving there, I had never been in a better mood and headspace to do comedy. Like, I left right. there, and I was so excited for my own show because yeah. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I get to go do comedy now. And I am, like, pumped up on
2: whatever. I, I loved it, too. And, you know, I s- smoke, so that's where I have termed the phrase, oh, it's, I'm sure it's great if you don't smoke. The majority of the audience probably doesn't smoke that goes to see it. But for me, it was high candy. It was so larger than yes, life, yeah. and it was so, Non-stop. And, you, and you know what else, like, I'd like to think, I don't want to say, oh, you shouldn't judge comedy if, the, if Carrot Top is not someone's cup of tea, but I say at least fairly judge it, and I think he falls into being, a res- to be respected, that your comedy, whether it's political or social, whatever, if it's silly or if it's yeah. crap, it's has uh, authenticity. And his does have authenticity, you know?
1: At some point, you have to almost disregard your own personal opinions and feelings about a comic if they're selling out rooms.
2: You know what? I disagree with that, believe it or not. Yeah, you can be. I'm not saying (laughs) someone shouldn't have. To be able to say that he's not—we—we we shouldn't keep using uh, a carrot top for an example because this is wider than that. Well,
0: actually, I talked to him yesterday. We're gonna bring yeah, yeah. we're gonna I bring him, him in right it. now. Hey,
2: he would love what I just said. Was pure. I, I'm also don't yeah. want to make it sound like I'm like I I'm defend I'm saying because I like it and it's funny to me. Yes. But I think you can be selling out rooms. I mean, you know, I don't want to go right to Hitler, but he did pretty well getting everyone's... <laughs> yeah. But you know as what far I mean? As I know, as no, as no. As you keep go. Sure, he's got some bad ideas, but have you seen
1: the crowds? <laughs> yeah.
2: At least have it be because you know. First of all, yeah, yeah, but or as far Dice as com- there are comedians that are selling out that I don't like what they do. It's yeah, it's not usually going to be because they have a joke about the mall I don't like. It's usually social implications. Yes, but they could be, and I don't have to go. It sounds like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm not. I'm just saying, if I have a problem with someone, I'll be able to express it. What mm-hmm. I don't like about that person and because they're selling out rooms, you probably yes. agree with that, too. You I might, do. I 100 percent right? agree. with You that. can still.
1: But I there are so many times where comics, everybody talks shit about every, you know, especially comics that are doing well to where I will be like, well, he's doing something right because the guy's been selling out rooms. I
2: don't agree with that, you
1: know, forever. He, no.
2: they, they're doing something right. If you're, if you're, in other words, hey, by the way, this is just my opinion too. So I don't want to. I'm not like saying this is the way it is.
1: You said you would agree with me on everything. <laughs> yeah, know, we had an agreement before the
2: podcast. <laughs> you know what? For what it's no. worth, people watch these podcasts, and if you don't make yourself clear, somebody thinks you have a stance that you don't. And if they thought I had a stance that you couldn't hear, maybe I'll say it this way. Look, I'm not saying you could argue the numbers. If somebody goes, oh, that comedian they don't like, and they're not even doing, they're touring around the country bombing. No, that they can't say because they're not. They're selling tickets. But you can creatively disagree with what someone says, even if they're selling out 10,000 seats all over the place. Oh, 100%. but, but, But some people would say, now you sound like you're arguing with your because you said they must be doing something right yes right to put people in your seats yes but most people that are complaining about a comedian aren't complaining about the amount of people they put in seats they're complaining about a, a joke they told or an sure, sure. issue they had so when they go you yeah. might be doing something right you can say yeah they are doing something right because look they're selling out three thousand yes. seats and now i would like to talk about what they do right so that you can do both you can well, you cosby
1: know. does a lot of things right he, you know, <laughs> but he does some a few things wrong. One
0: major yeah, thing. One, one major, major thing. <laughs> there's it's maybe the biggest thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: uh, you know what? I I'll, Let me just. And then I'll shut the fuck up on this thing, I promise. I always
1: think. You're about to come up on your word limit
2: for that the podcast. It's, it's, <laughs> it's important. Yes, sometimes you, you, know, you shouldn't let judging someone else get in the way. Like, you shouldn't let it turn into your bitterness. But yes. I think there is a time that. You know when people go, oh, they're just jealous, they're just jealous. I think what's important to pay attention to is sometimes a comedian is getting made fun of deservantly. Yes. It's also important to know when it's not. But the reason it's important to know when that comedian might be getting a lot of shit from somebody or a lot of the comedians or in the comedy community they don't respect them, it's important to know when it's real because it helps you be a better comedian. If, if there's some paths to, you know, you see they're all making fun of a comedian and it doesn't end up doing that comedian good in the long run because sure. a lot of comedians that have been made fun of over the years a lot of them aren't doing comedy sometimes 10 years later yeah because what they were doing it, it didn't even help them actually in the long run you yeah. know yeah. so they're it big was a f- moment in time yeah, yeah and authenticity is sometimes what it is but yeah i don't i think sometimes comedians make fun of comedians and it's deserving yeah, it's yeah. deserving, and I think that's important to know too. It's not all because some people write it off. They go like the someone will make fun of them. They go, "You're just jealous." No, don't don't go right to that because sometimes it is jealousy. Well, I will give you, but it's not always jealousy. Yeah,
1: like I hear, especially like with a guy like Keratop. We're constantly, ah, oh, he's a fucking hack. He's not funny. And I'm like, well, a lot of people apparently think he's pretty funny. Yeah, you know that's something. I to went to put the show. I loved it. The deal. Uh, yeah, 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 Like, you know. I was there.
0: It's on. So, so, I just. Very large picture. Seeing him in the same gym I go to made me feel good. Because I was like, "Fuck yeah, buff comedian gets it." It would be like if I saw you at like you know, fucking light light bulbs unlimited or something.
2: Yeah, you know there is a light bulbs unlimited. Yeah, Beverly Beverly Yeah, it's a,
0: uh, I think it's in the same uh, complex across from my so gym, would, right that, by Swingers. That would be hilarious. If I saw Todd there, I'd be like, "Holy shit, I'm doing the right thing. I'm on the right path. I'm bu- buying Todd. Kno- bulbs? Todd knows about lighting and about you know ambiance in general. If there was, I feel was, good. Look at this right here. There's all kinds of beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, if if what there was yelling? this
1: creative enough uh, a commercial director who knew your your obsession with ambiance and, and the, the perfect room to put together a good commercial for Lights Unlimited. Oh, if, if, <laughs> if
0: Light Bulbs Unlimited had a fucking brain in their I've head, last they, would have, he, light bulbs. Yeah, they would have you as their spokesperson. <laughs> it's
2: funny, like, you don't really go, like, I love, you know, Amazon, because you know, when's the last time you went to Staples to buy a room of paper? You should never have to. Yeah. And now we don't. But some things, when I, like, I wanted those bulbs, I'm like, do they have colored bulbs that dim, or do they have those? So I'll just go to Light Bulbs <laughs> Light Bulbs <laughs> Unlimited <laughs> yeah.
0: I love a store and like that. Cut. Every time yeah. I see a store yeah, right, like yeah, like Light Bulbs Unlimited or like a store that is so specific like that, because LA is like seemingly has a lot of those very specific stores, like light bulbs unlimited or like the a lot of frame stores where it's just picture frame it's like those different things. Welcome always, to the
1: wooden doll warehouse. Yeah, right. it
0: <laughs> always makes me laugh because it's like it's so funny that they're still able to be in business and it's it is. All, they do this it one just, thing and that's what they do. Up.
1: I don't know how that works. I always think that there's like, it's gotta be some sort of couple where the one couple is able to provide the money for the other person to be able to financially throw all the money away in some niche little yeah. shop that's like
0: doilies, doilies, doilies. Well, I talk shit about a Swedish candy store that's uh, on the street by my house. I was like, oh, this fucking place. Yeah, I bet this place makes a fucking ton of money. And then two days later, uh, my girlfriend's sister walks into the apartment and she's got a bunch of shit from the fucking Swedish candy store. And she's like, it's the best candy I've ever had. And that was, you know, egg on my face. Looks like I'm a fucking idiot for talking shit about the
2: Swedish candy store. That should not be there. ad. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that no should not. Be there, <laughs> she, yeah. Yeah, that should yeah be there. then it's like, hey, I
0: thought this place <laughs> sucked. I was and wrong. I <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. It was just it was enough. Okay.
1: Uh tone changed a little bit, Todd. So Yeah, uh, yeah. You
2: can't control, you can edit any part out of this out. Absolutely.
0: Who's that? Who's good. calling you? It, it said president of Showbiz. <laughs> and Todd's president. like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I'm like I'm talking fine. to that guy ever again.
2: I'm
1: making my own shit. Yeah. Uh so you starting out, you got Oh, a,
2: what do you want to know? I love talking about stand up.
1: You you got <laughs> you got a couple of great breaks opening for some huge music acts uh patty labelle being one and uh, i'm i'm because i'm going through the book of yeah no so
2: i i did you know and sometimes like you know so much time goes by you'll forget and then when you look back like when you're 30 and you look back at 19 you, you just still seem 19 but now i look back and i started comedy i was 16 yeah and then and the the boring part cut to now i'm like 19 right right right. doing comedy for three three years years. later and 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 it puts it in some context how it happened i don't know why i feel i need to tell this part of the story but i do think it's what launched it in so young and i was working at this comedy works down in philadelphia doing open mic nights at that point and then thursday shows and starting to It's, it's yeah two and a half years later i started and um the owner of this place called the Valley Forge Music Fair, it was 3,000 seats in the round. There's still the Westbury Music Fair. 3,000 in the amazing. round. It was an amazing place. I get now why How every was the performer, the lighting, everything was great. <laughs> I learned a lot about the opening of a show. Like I remember the guy that would make the announcement from the back. But anyway, we'll get no, no, there. no, no, so, please. So anyway so uh so he calls down to the comedy works and uh i, I would see the guy jim mccormick at denny's because it was like right in the neighborhood and i went to this high school with his son and he go you ready to play the valley Forge music fair yet yeah, because they notoriously had comedians yeah and i would always joke because i knew it. no bullshit. i knew i'm not even close to ready but then i feel like six months after that uh George Jones was there Didn't have an opening act Yeah And then uh, they called down To the comedy works And uh, they asked If I was available
1: And you were working At the Valley Forge In a different capacity I was working there
2: Seating people
0: Yeah 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 so, I, you, I feel like you really Buried the lead On this whole thing When we were talking About how About country music For 20 minutes before this And now you're like Oh yeah Open for George Jones Who even gives a you fuck You
2: know <laughs> Because sometimes I don't want to be That comedian That tells stories about Look it's not wrong Of, a, of, of someone not to know Like who Now look If you're in music Of course Course. Yeah, but there's some younger people now. They don't know who some of these people are and just like I didn't know some people from my parents And I don't want to tell stories if you know, they don't know or I'm, I'm, I'm paranoid about that But um George Jones they I had like 15 minutes that I had to do or 20 and then they said that um, You know, then I found out his name was no show George Of course that didn't you know, that didn't make me feel too yeah. good. awesome And then the owner <laughs> of the Valley Forge Music Fair left a message on my answering machine saying Casually, okay, you'll do 15 truth is the night before the show will tell you or the day of you might do even 25 and I'm like Holy shit. I got so nervous three years in uh, Three years in, in front comedy. of three thousand yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, so you know I someone said look crowd work works And even then I didn't yeah. do a lot of crowd. It's work also
0: 3,000 people there to not see comedy
2: to not see comedy yeah. Yes, well the good part is number one It the, you know it went amazing. I knew five minutes in i mean five minutes in i was like that's the way to enjoy the show five minutes in i was like wow and i worked the stage it was a circle you know of course and it moved and i kept forgetting genuinely where people were i'd be like moved "Mm -hmm." around yeah and i'd be like oh the lady over there and she would go i'm over here because i was doing (laughs) which got a big laugh. and also i looked 19 even if i looked 24 that was a young kid out there Yeah. yeah so but the opening there all that show business stuff the lights would go down Ladies and gentlemen, good evening, and welcome to the Valley Forge Music Fair. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, please kindly watch your step as you enter and leave the theater. Mm-hmm. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, an evening with Patty LaBelle and the John Corwin Orchestra. And I would like go, I'd love that. Yes, I would want to yes. be in the room. That guy, John, made those announcements. He was head of and services I remember that he just happened to have a good voice oh that's yeah. great but um and then it went well and he asked me how the crowd was going up the we he entered from the uh, you could enter through the crowd or the under tunnel uh, in, a, in a room yeah, in the round yeah, yeah. and he entered and he was there and he came up to me I tell you the truth I probably wasn't nervous because I really didn't know who yeah, George Jones of course, was which is good <clears throat> and yeah. I was friendly he go I go but but, but I said this because I knew he was somebody he goes he goes how's the crowd I go You don't care. You still care how the crowd is? He goes, you always care how the crowd is. You'll never not care. Yeah. Which now, fucking years later. Yeah. You know, I almost said how many. <laughs> um, uh, and we we, we
0: could cut it out in post.
2: And then went on to you know I did the good jo- I did a good job, and and um and and I worked. Then I opened for Patti LaBelle. Then I went to Broadway with her and opened up for George Benson and opened up for Aretha Franklin and opened up for Dana Ross. And I didn't know you had so uh, much soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you this. You know. I believe it's true, but I believe there can sometimes be an answer to it, but the danger of positive stereotypes, which I think, well, if you feed into mm. any it's bad. So, but with that said, I will say this. Um predominantly black audiences uh w- were fucking amazing. That's if they I liked you. started
0: comedy, that's what I had there was really no other option. That's
2: what I had to do for probably the first 6 months. Yeah. And they were I got spoiled because they were like they were like me. When I laugh, I have to I get that. I do get the get up and have to repeat it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm, yes. the, I'm that way when I watch. I think you should leave. I have to pause it and yeah. So, but those audiences were great, and um, and I did that for a long time. Luther Vandross. I mean, just a lot of why uh, do you think Martin, and Luther, I, King. And Martin I th- Luther King? Martin Luther King. I just threw <read> it in. <laughs> Obama. Yeah. Uh,
1: why do you think the obvious answer is you're great and you're easy to be around? But if, if why do you think that you were opening for these huge predominantly like soul bands.
2: You know, I, I think that might have just been a coincidence. I did my job. I am pleasant. I like to think I'm pleasant to be around. I'm professional. Mm-hmm. Even then, I never showed up He's late. I never went folks. a second <laughs> over my time. I'm delusional. <laughs> <He's> delusional. <laughs> delusional. But I don't know. I think it probably had to do with that. And uh, But it was... The Paddle of Bell thing I knew was amazing when it was going down. I didn't have to be like years later. That was yeah. just absurd.
0: But all of those things come from... They ask you to do it once. It goes well, and they're like, "Hey, how about this next one? How about this next one? How about this yeah. next one?" And then I imagine the other people. There's probably a you know management person or whatever, be like, "Hey, I need a comedian, uh, a young Soul Brother from Philadelphia." <laughs> and they're like, "I got just the guy. It's Todd Glass." That kind of thing.
2: It, it might have yeah traveled because they're all you know they're yeah. all all the musicians yeah. are friends, and I'm sure they all talk. And I did the job, and I was uh, you know I don't know. Patty Labelle was like you know always so nice to me, like taking uh, me and my brothers and. It was. It was. Uh, it was. I'm glad I did it. And by the way, from her, what I learned. I didn't. My manager, the owner of the comedy club, that he got me. This one, he got me. They didn't call for me. They called for another opening act. He got me this. Steve Young, and he got me this date. He got me the month on Broadway with Patty Labelle and. When I saw the, t- I didn't know who she was, and my manager said, "Watch her. She's on the Tonight Show tonight. She just Amazing. come back with new attitude." I watched the Tonight Show like I was told to do, and I knew she was somebody. You know, I knew that she was somebody, and I could tell. And she and uh, and uh, she, her show was—I mean, she would fucking tear the fucking shit up I bet. every goddamn night. Her worst show, and I'm only saying that to say it this way, her worst show was fucking great. And then maybe she, and it wasn't stand up, but it learned yeah. me to have a high respect for every one of her shows. She would shred the fuck out of it every 110%. goddamn night. Yeah. Have That's you amazing. seen,
0: did you, once you stopped, uh, Per, like opening for her did you ever like see her randomly
2: that's or a really good question only once and she couldn't have been sweeter i thought you were gonna say she didn't remember <laughs> she didn't know. remember me i think I she, she, she couldn't even remember my fucking face it was i i think she would uh i think i know she would remember me i yeah. do know enough now because you know you're in the business long enough i'm nowhere near as big as her of course but still people say do you remember me and they had you to their house for dinner that you met you go of course i remember you
0: comedy i mean probably in her world too but comedy is very hard because there's so much constant like meeting a person who you will never see again and so you're kind of constantly and it feels like their shit is constantly in and out and it makes me feel bad to the I think everybody learns that eventually is that you stop saying nice to meet you or nice to so it's kind of just like I, I good to you know right like Fraser Smith is great at that is great at the hey no matter who it is hey, hey great to see you Brian, well, to hey, see yeah you, of bro. course like that kind of thing and it's, it's always,
2: that's a good thing to learn how to drop nice to meet you because yeah
0: and it's it's really hard great to see you that's she what he always said she
2: was in like a situation. At a at a at a, sh- at a music sh- at a music thing that I went to with a friend and and then I didn't even know she was going to be there and I saw her coming down and I did that thing I went pod me ma'am like I was ballsy enough to do that <laughs> I went pod me and she went oh my dear and she took both of her hands in my face
0: yeah
2: and she went you something sweet something and I was like overly now let her go do her thing that's all I that's all I needed and um. But yeah, that was that was uh, something. That That's was amazing. Something.
1: Well, and I'll ask this question. This is more for me uh, than anything. So you you have these big openings. Was there ever because the the class of comics that you came up with went into the fucking stratosphere at some point. Was there ever uh, a point after you're opening for these huge acts, you're going on the road, you're making a good chunk of money, I imagine, and where there was a lull in in things.
2: No, you know, I haven't had, like, I'm just putting it in perspective. I haven't had, like, you know, obviously the success of some of my peers. But what I have had and uh, it, um, has been pretty consistent. Yeah. It's been pretty consistent Um, for my whole career. For my whole career it has been, you know pretty consistent and uh so that's that's good that's well, good
1: well I, I i don't know what to do then todd
2: okay <laughs> <laughs> I like and by the you- way that that show in new york i made five hundred dollars a show yeah, yeah and did uh s- seven shows a week and stayed at the hotel across the street had like a literally a three thousand five hundred dollar phone bill at the end of the month <laughs> i had no idea but luckily i made enough money it was a lot of money were you on the party line no, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't even admit to at what party line I would have wanted to be on that. At uh, 19,
1: making 500 a show.
2: I, yeah, I was 19 then. It's Amazing. funny because the rate really hasn't changed. Yeah, it really Isn't hasn't. It really?
0: <laughs> it's. I mean, it's. Uh, uh, it's terrifying. No, that
2: was a lot. It's no, funny to say that, but then, but you're right. Now you can get 500 dollars a show too. It doesn't seem like it's that. Different.
0: No, but it's now like back like, it's insane that. There's the uh, the w- if you're looking at it on a graph of like cost of whatever versus like inc- comedian pay rate. Yeah. Comedian pay rate has stayed the exact same. Yeah. But like co- back then, obviously it's like that f- you're like holy shit, five hundred fucking dollars. Let's go. I just even had ten years ago, it's like five hundred dollars.
2: Going to, to a wedding. I was trying to think about the rate, like, and I really made me have to up what I was going to give because I was like, wait, Todd, I'm trying to figure out what to give a family as uh, a gift. My niece, yeah, yeah my niece. Mm. And I go, well, Todd. You've got to start with, when you had your bar mitzvah, the good gifts were $100. Yeah. That was nice. Some people gave you 25 but like someone gave you 100 So you're going to start with that and then really fucking up it. So it did make me yeah. much, because I was thinking, is this much, is this enough? And I'm like, not if you want to be a good gift. You yeah, know. seriously. Yeah, you want to stand out. You want to stand out a what, little.
0: Uh, did you have a theme to your bar mitzvah?
2: I didn't. I uh, I don't know if I'm making this up or not. Ambiance. I, was the, I, was the no, theme. I didn't even know then. Oh, believe me. I look back, Bruce, and I see a big fucking b- b- plastic jug of Pepsi on the bar uh-huh. that they, you know, like yeah. just... We had mine. Everyone else we had, like, at a, you know, like somewhere. They had a band. And I, for some reason, wanted mine at the house. And I think it's because I went to a house party that I saw was catered, even at 12. And you were like, that's fancy. I go, uh, Yeah, they had, like... And they came and they set up in the t- garages and they had all the food prepped in there and then they came out with it. We didn't have music or anything, but uh, I thought maybe I would get more gifts because people thought maybe my parents were hurting. So, uh, yeah, that was a
0: whole setup where you're like, if we can make everybody. Look like,
2: keep Todd a little <laughs> extra. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, let's help Todd. Speaking of bar oh, anyway, uh,
1: I, w- I want to show you a picture.
0: And uh, 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 we'll, we'll, hey, we'll add it in post
2: yeah, on the we'll screen add it here, in post. Folks. What's what's going oh, on Jesus here? Jesus Christ, that's Hemingway. Uh, that's your cat. Yeah, <laughs> he got- was one of my bar mitzvah presents, but I got him way before my bar mitzvah. He was the best. Cat in the world, so sweet, mushable. I used oh, to yeah, mush. Yeah, the sh- yeah. Show that face. <laughs> He's so dang cute. Yeah. Oh, is he he, was, what
1: is he wearing? Is that? Your, it's a yarmulke. It is a yarmulke. It's a yarmulke. Yarmulke. I, Oh, Jewish cat. Yeah, <laughs> you don't see that often. That's, that what must have cost
2: extra. And there's my watch. I also got from my grandfather from my bar mitzvah. Digital.
1: Amazing. Your face is so serious in this picture too, yeah. which I love. And yeah. I imagine like you going, okay, can we do one where I put the yarmulke on the cat, and then you go, okay, I'm going to be really serious. I'm going to be serious. <laughs> Look stoic.
2: But yeah, Hemi way he was just uh oh he was so awesome this is the other picture that i look I at that oh uh, can i see the, this the old look days. at that oh man
0: that's was that that's like a, a beatles haircut it too. Really it's is. really yeah, coming yeah. yeah
1: this and this was only this was in 1994
0: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's in, that was six months before you moved here <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> right. that was once i start lying about yeah. well i used to have a joke that i would tell sometimes on and off stage but it's like you know when you when you're telling stories sand some of the years off of it you know i'm with a friend i went to high school with and he's we're with some people that are younger and he's like i had to be 35 years ago i'm like shit bring it down bring yeah, it down we're trying to meet people yeah you never admit to more than 10 years <laughs> yeah. but that's kind of the same
0: that's kind of almost in the same vein as a comedian being like you know on the way over here uh and then they tell like a full-fledged story with punchlines and jokes and everything oh that's like, how oh, crazy you, you did that yeah, on the yeah, way yeah. over here, here. On the I, way over here, a car crash, and I had to help a woman have an abortion. Like, you, you know what's tonight? funny? That seemed
2: like a more of a. a, a and I'm sure not every comedian did it back in the day, but it did seem like back in the day, if you look at, it's very amateurish now when people say yeah. it happened today or, oh, I, was, well, I heard this song today. You don't have to say that. It doesn't. Yeah. It adds nothing. It adds nothing to yeah. it and uh, unless it's true, never say that. Yeah. It's so funny and it seemed like back in a long time ago, they always did that. Yeah. You know, I saw this in the paper today. Like, no one thinks your whole act happened today. Yeah, I was on the way over here. Yeah. And, and I used to say, well, what did you? What act did you have yesterday?
0: Yeah, but people know more about stand-up comedy now and they know it's an act and they know it. you yes. travel it around and you they blah, blah, no blah. More. I'm like me. I do. It's all from right here all. all the time. I would, I've would i never written anything down because I don't know the language.
1: Oh, I, I I make up my sets. I've never said the
0: same joke twice.
2: Everything <laughs> I do is 100. Even right now, this is an ad lib. Yeah. yeah. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, this I wrote. You're in your... This I wrote. You are, though. <laughs> Everything is that, an ad lib.
0: Because now it's more... You're. I would say uh, you, you are a very... I mean, obviously, you have all kinds of different things that you're saying, but you are very in the moment a lot of times. And is that... Something that's always been, especially on stage, when, because seeming like what you're saying, it's like especially L.A. '90s, like all the, around there, even then was very much like, so I'm on the way over here, like that kind of thing. Very rehearsed. Was it? Was it? Was there a lot of other people doing kind of more in the moment kind of things whenever they were performing, or was it all very, you know, you're pulling from the pipe, you're drinking the fucking yeah. cig- you know?
2: It was probably mixed. It was. Pr- it's pro- probably mixed. But um, I, I like being in the moment sometimes, but also I don't like to conflate it or confuse it with when I digress and it doesn't help me. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like when I, yeah. when I go, so I'm, I'm really trying to, uh, uh, in my act, work harder than I've ever worked to let myself play, but also, you know, because I you, because here's what I think happens. If the people, let's say they think I'm they love me. They're a ten. The Best crowd is a ten, and that's what the crowd is ten. Seven, let's say they're a seven, that's still pretty fucking good. Yeah. And those seven hey, if they if they if they hate you, then you're not. But sevens, you could probably win over with a little bit of organization. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I lose the sevens and it's my fault. Maybe I'm too like, silly for, like, warm into it. To, you know, everything's different. They see a band. If they've ever been to this comedy club, it's different. There's only one opening act doing 15 minutes. So I try to sell myself, and it's in my book that I use on stage. Just fucking do 10, 15 minutes of tight material. Not hurrying, but, like, boom, 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 bah, bah, boom, 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 boom. boom, And just do it. Win everybody over. Win those sevens. Get them up to 10s.
0: But it's, uh, I'm very much in the vein of the idea that There's a lot of people that I see doing stand-up and if they don't have the... There are people that you see uh, on stage where if somebody was to walk up to somebody in the front row and Abraham Lincoln style shoot them in the back of the head, the person on stage would not be able to comment on it because they, they would have to... Not pretend it didn't happen and be like, and hey, you know, I have this aunt who uh, she's yeah. a big fat woman.
2: <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you shifted that because now I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And the answer is, yeah. Even if I'm sticking to my joke, I'll never do it the same way. Yeah. Every single time. It, hey, there might be a few that are ninety percent too, yeah. but overwhelmingly every single time it's and that i don't mind that i like that that i'm just like if i'm telling it and one part gets a big laugh i'll expand on that a little more if it doesn't i'll move to the next thing
0: but it's also like if like that person because at the end of the it's very like stand-up comedy it's great you know whatever but it's also like uh it has to be entertaining as well as good and clever and whatever else so it's like you. you have to be a <laughs> yeah. You're shifting around over there. We're me and Todd are trying to have a conversation. I apologize. Uh, but they're they're if you're not entertaining as well as like you know you have these fully formed things, but you also have to the audience has to want to look at you kind of thing, and they yeah. can't they have to not want to take their eyes off of you because they should feel in the moment, and you could be in the moment without being like oh today oh boy let me tell you it, about that today. well said
2: well said yeah. yeah yeah well said I'm surprised well never mind <laughs> I was going to mention somebody. Uh, that, uh, that I notice sticks pretty close to their notes, you know, but I would never know it. If I didn't see the notes, and the, yeah. I would never know it, which is pretty cool. You know, it seems very, very conversational on stage, but they're pretty close to their notes, and I bet they're not the only comedian. Uh, but I, yeah, I like, I can't do it the same way every time, and I don't think it's a better way. I just think it's my way, because I have, I'm I'm proud if I could add, you know, shift, but still at least be doing the joke. I, what I don't want to do is go, Oh, well, what's that over there? Make you talk about something that I don't need to talk about for thirty minutes because they're yeah. a good crowd. That I'll, a I'll,
1: I'll when I when I go on the road with with Pepitone, I'll see him meticulously. Uh, yeah, Edward Pepperoni. <laughs> Edward Pepperoni. <laughs> uh, uh, Peppertone. That's right. Uh, I will see him meticulously for 20, 30 minutes before a show. Right at his set, he's going through a very and I'll I'll check it out. You know, because I love you know I'm, I'm obsessed with the guy. I love I love seeing what he's doing and he'll go up on stage, say none of it. And just go—it'll be an amazing show. But that whole set list—it'll be completely abandoned, except for a few chunks. And it always cracks me up. But he's always prepared. He's always ready in case he doesn't go into that ad lib. Yeah, you, know, you
2: can't go off. The uh, expression I have is: you can't go off the beaten path unless you have a beaten path. Mm-hmm.
0: Now you hate Eddie, right? You guys have had beef now, forever. Eddie, now look into that camera and say what you really. I did. hate <laughs> Eddie.
2: Oh, that's a guy that does it for me, man. Just like it's art. Seeing him is. Yes. It's like seeing art. I think he he needs to do exactly what I swear to god I'm like getting ready. I'm trying to do my act, you know, as we, we maybe you could put a clip of it in here. I would love to. Is <laughs> that Mr. Todd Glass? Talk about people that have bad breath. I don't have any segues, they're for the weak and the old. <laughs> Hello, audience, I'm glad to see you. I'm glad you're at my show. Hello, Todd Glass, we to
0: see you. We're at
2: your show. What is your name, sir? Ardman. <laughs> Oh, no. It's my act, but it's got a lot of production Oh, oh it. of the, uh, yeah, yes, thing. yes, 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 yes. And it's basically even without the band. I have a band. That's what makes it a little different. But if I had money and I was like, you know how some people have money, they produce other people? That's what I'm trying to get right now. But if I was the one with the money, I'd produce Eddie Pepitone and think I'd get my money back. It would just be putting him in New York, spending the money on advertising, like $35,000 in PR putting him in New York maybe he does have a two-piece band just as they're coming in and letting Eddie be Eddie yeah having just in front of a beautiful stage yeah maybe you have some lighting changes that he can call on when he wants it or he goes when I sit in the chair but it's no play it's letting him do what he already does but putting a shit ton of production around it yeah and having you know blackouts and he'll play with all that stuff but no play he already does a play yeah. And I wish somebody would hear this and go, fuck, I am going to do that because it makes sense. If, if, if people went to see Eddie, if they made him be something, you can make Eddie something in New York. All you have to have is the money. yeah. You, and you need a product. The product is fucking there. It's yeah. Eddie Pepitone. It's a proven product. You just put it in the proper setting. It's going to get rave reviews.
1: Speaking of money, he's so he's, he's I hope Wallace. that helps him. His wallet, oh, it definitely would. We're no, it was. We're live streaming. Uh, we're live streaming to him right now. Yeah, thank no, you. <laughs> his wallet has got to be this thick, no joke. no joke, no joke, like four inches, four or five inches. So he he comes into the the parking lot full of money or business cards. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? He, but he. Goes, this is the best taxi I, you ever. Fucking he had ride me. It, pal. He had handed me his wallet and his keys and his phone and everything before he went on stage. And so where I'm 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 walking out into the parking lot and I hand him on wallet. I go, Jesus Christ! And one of the lot guys is there. He goes, Man, that's a why, why is your wallet so thick? And Eddie goes, I'm doing pretty well.
0: <laughs> I'm doing pretty Here's well. Here's a $2 bill. <laughs> yeah. The idea. That's got to be bad for your back, having a
2: wallet that bad. Dude, You're I all d- shifted yeah, on one I, side. Who knows? Those but... chiropractors will thin it out for you. Oh, well, I'd love yeah. to see
0: Eddie getting one of those chiropractic videos where they're, yeah, where they're fucking. Yeah, yeah, They're doing the deep deep <laughs> breath and they're fucking. <laughs> I saw somebody do it to a, somebody's. I, mean, I get caught up in those. I saw somebody doing it to dogs and snakes. And I saw somebody with a, a big anaconda. Like a uh, snake. You know, f- freaks have big snakes in their house as pets. Well, grab a snake and push it in really? a way. And crack a snake's back. And I, the snake doesn't react. The snake has no emotions. But there's a dog. <laughs> I saw a few with the, uh, people doing it to dogs. Oh, yeah. Cracking Remember, a I posted neck. that video, and I said, this is me when the party has a pet. And it. <laughs> it's just somebody doing fucking chiropractic work
2: on the <laughs> dog.
1: Well, I saw one where he takes a golden retriever, and he goes, and he yeah. it cracks its neck. And the dog went.
2: Looks happy. And he's like,
1: whoo, whoo. He yeah. went
2: like this. The one dog went. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, well, that, like he heard a radio or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Todd, you, you, uh, this is. We're having, I'm having a great time. And anyway. By the way,
2: can I apologize for that? Ran on Eddie Pepitone. Can you take it out? I'm learning. Who gives a shit, Todd? If you want to talk on podcasts, it's okay. But that. Nobody gives a shit. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. (laughs) We'll cut it out. We'll send
0: it directly to Eddie. (laughs) We'll have him approve it. But you, uh, because we're talking about, uh, you know, obviously, ambiance and different things. And you have a lot of uh, seemingly tips and tricks and pointers. And even seemingly for, like, if you're hosting guests or anything like that, I want to ask you, what is something that you see... People do wrong Oh that's I love that
2: question Like one of the bigger
0: things Where it's like It's easily fixable If somebody was Let's say somebody was nervous They're saying I'm having guests Over to my house they're important. Maybe it's my in-laws and maybe they're snooty. Maybe they're from Connecticut. Uh, no, that's my... That's my, a true story. <laughs> 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 yeah. no, no, they're great. <laughs> uh, they're from Connecticut, but they moved recently to Irvine.
2: I have a few things. That's I like that because well, number one, it's not that I don't like to talk about the ambiance at comedy clubs. It's just I do all the time and I'm afraid, you know, it's I, yeah, and I'll enjoy it forever. But people
0: know you as somebody yeah. who has good ideas but, on mm, whether it's comedy club ambiance or... Any, ambi- you know, any making... This is, I feel very... I've felt comfortable from the moment I walked in here. Absolutely. I walked into your backyard, uh, which I told you, I had a slip-up the other day where I went to the wrong uh, condo and got screamed at by an Asian man through the door at 1am. Uh, he said uh, he's going to call the police and tell him there's a crazy guy at his door. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But you seemingly have a lot of uh, ideas on how thi- and I don't want this to sound rude at all, but you have an idea on how things are supposed to be, and it seems like it makes you not quite angry, but it almost disappointed when somebody does it wrong. So if you, <laughs> oh, were, <wow. laughs> if somebody was entertaining guests at their place and they were like, "What are some easy things I could do to
2: make this?" I'll better. give you a few. One, I'll start, but I'm I'm being serious. But I'll start with this. But it's it's the it's just an overwhelming thing that most people don't do. And by the way, most things that make people come through, like the way you're asking it, yeah. they they. they they just don't pay attention to the things that they don't like other places. In other words, like when I talk about if you're having a wedding, most people do not they didn't go to a wedding when they were taking pictures outside on a hundred degree day or waiting outside and love it and go we have to do this they just do it even though they hate it because it's what they saw It's what or and they, they think of the pictures and they think they don't think back to that uncomfortable feeling so what I'm about to tell you people already know they just don't go let me not do this so they hate it somewhere else and then they have it happen at their house and that is noise where your bathroom is if your bathroom is mm-hmm. it, look if it's down the hallway and look you don't do it you don't do it how do i know that because the odds are i could be wrong but very little if i'm gambling but so i turn, i turn
0: whenever i'm going to the going a big number two maybe even a number three yeah. the way i do it <laughs> is i go on my phone and i'm looking i pretend i'm looking at you know TikTok. Okay. Of yeah. dogs that's getting their what you're doing
2: that's what you're doing but what but the, that's a, what, it's a solution to a problem that you're yes saying. yes you should there is a place i could look if it's if you have the money you just when you get a fan you make sure it's a loud fan and also there's two I'll go long on this actually but I'll but i also tighten it up. If if you're building a house or you have money and it's your house and you're putting a fan in, get a fan that really moves there. Bathrooms only smell because, yes. the, because most people all people even at the gym, when I smell the bathrooms over there, I go, they just smell because they didn't put in a $500, $600 exhaust fan over the toilets. That, yep. you hold a piece. So when you put a <clears> fan, <throat> but if you can't do that to your house, let's say, you you, know, you rent the house, go buy a cheap box fan. Yep. Put it somewhere. Paint it a cool color. Shove it in between. the. You will find a place, if it's in the bathroom or out of the bathroom, it's on all night. It's, it's almost hidden in a way that no one's going to think, oh, turn on the fan. It's just on. And uh, that's so important and dark, and also these days you should have that potpourri, that the yeah, uh, osmium or candle,
0: uh, the drops. I like the idea. What you're talking about, Poupourri, maybe even, yeah. maybe even you put small speakers in there, and it's almost like a rainforest cafe where you walk in and it's like
2: whatever jungle, you jungle can, noises you know and what? birds. I never thought about that. That's that's actually another really good point. If you have a shelf in there, you could put the jungle noise in the rain. And that's probably easier than a box fan. So you know what? You just ca- gave, ca- you just um, you I, brought it up in the 21st century. I have a Bluetooth speaker. And I, Put it in there. With I, but you're right. Not loud music. Pornography. It's, no. The, <laughs> you loud uh, pornography. What you said, the rainforest was perfect. A little, some noise, some rain, just some white noise that people aren't petrified. And again, the, the, it's, I never said this before, but the drops, because if you have the potpourri spray... And with the drops, do you drop it in the you toilet? You drop it yes. in before, and everyone knows it. But if you see the spray, I just learned that the spray you're supposed to do before, too. I thought the spray meant, okay, it's no, potpourri. No, you do it, and then you're like, oh, God, I'm humiliating. No, now they I they're both out. go in the toilet. So I put the drops... And I have, you know, but that I like See, I that do it idea before
0: right up the corn. And yeah. then I
2: sit down and
0: then <laughs> yeah. it's good coming. out. Now, if
1: I'm at a friend's house, I'll be like, I'm just going to watch this fart compilation. Uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing. I Hey, you got a restroom. I get you. You mind if I keep oh. watching this? <laughs> and I, just, I go in there. And well, it's humiliating. I, I have to burn a whole roll of toilet paper. Oh. You know? I'm, even,
0: I'm even conscious to the point where if I'm going, if I'm even peeing, I'm trying to hit the sides. Yeah, because I don't. The sound, the sound even more to your point where it's obvious you don't want people to hear you farting up a storm into the toilet because that it also (laughs) echoes it and makes it into a louder thing than it has to be but even the the sound of Anytime, I don't even want to know that much about anybody, <laughs> so anytime that I hear a person, even if I my, it's my own pee. father, and you're hearing pee hit the water, it's 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 awful.
2: You picture him touching his penis. Yeah. Touching oh, yeah. yeah. But that, you have made boy, me paranoid boy,
1: <laughs> about that because I never even thought about that before, and you told me that once probably a year ago. That you That's, had a strong stream? No, that you're oh. like, I hate it if I can I, well, hear somebody your, pee, your pee I know yeah, yeah. but every time I've used your bathroom since then I'm always trying I, I'll dip my dick <laughs> into the water yeah well so I, that try, I know no what no you mean around.
2: it's like and it's not even a judgment of the other person but you like it's like when I I can picture someone in that bathroom and I've heard them and then I you go like uh, you think like oh, I didn't ever hear them pee before. Like, you know, yeah. I know, that's personal. It's almost like, by the way, I shouldn't say my bathroom because I would have the fan on. But, um, <laughs> that's right. Uh, but, you break uh, the knob off and the And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a few other things. Number one, I, I'm going to move by this quickly, but always, you think houses help somebody, may, maybe they don't know it does, but, like, darken it. If you have your bathroom, darken it also. Every light in the house. Most people, their lights are too bright. They have yep. no idea. But here I'm going to give you one
0: quick one. With that, with that one. bathroom light thing, uh, my girlfriend will make fun of me because if it's daytime, I will turn keep the lights off in the bathroom if I'm taking – even if I'm going to the bathroom if I'm showering because it's nice. It's a relaxing amount of light. And if it's you know it's coming through the window, you're showering. There's perfectly enough light already. And if you turn on that fluorescent light, it's harsh and it's everything else.
2: Yeah, unless We're not you have so dimmers. You
0: and
2: I, Tom. I don't go after low hanging fruit. You messed up my name by accident. You know what my name is. Yeah. Do the same for me if that happens later. Absolutely. Okay. You both hear me? Um, I'm. I think this is a good one, and more specifically, for dinners. Now look, if you know how to present dinner and take things out of the oven and do all that, then then do it. I'm I'm saying if you're nervous already, this is tips almost from my uh, some of them from my friend's mom. Uh, have things that can be served room temperature. In other words, of course, a salad, if it's that type of salad. But there's also dishes like a green bean dish with the garlic in it, but it's room temperature. That is will buy you so much. Sometimes you can have almost everything but the main dish, a room temperature dish or one. Also bread. I'm not saying taking garlic bread out of the oven is going to end all. But if you're already nervous, it's one less thing to do that the sides are on the table. Even as they get there, the bread is on the table. All that stuff. And one more thing. For Thanksgiving, she, my friend's mom used to say, "Tari, she still says it. You can get away with a lot of wiggle room if, if, if maybe something ends up being room temperature that shouldn't be, like maybe the turkey or you're nervous, the stuffing, and you're sweating and you're trying to keep it all hot." She goes, "Have spend the money on the gra- two gravy bowls, not more than just a candle. There's something where it's like, mm. it's almost like a little Sterno cup yeah, under yeah. there, just for the gravy, because if your gravy is piping hot." It- it fixes can fix everything. a lot of things. That's very smart. Saw's so like, you know, okay, there's. That a- makes
0: me nervous. Every Sunday, uh, me, uh, my girlfriend, her sister, and then another couple. Whenever we're available, we'll do like a different. Uh, somebody hosts a thing, and it's like a call it supper club, whatever. But when it's my turn to do it. I'm, that's my biggest concern is
2: trying to play the fucking drums with all the different things that you're making to keep them all at the same. It's fucking, a lot. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I have to have it done. I bought when I used to have more people over for dinner. I actually ended up buying two chafing dishes because that's the only way I could do it and, and breathe it. The food was in there it was lit and it was just you had two of them. And it would have all the food in there that wasn't room temperature, and uh, and also I can't. Uh, you could hit me over the head when you. But I I think <laughs> these are helpful. That's why I, I am excited to no, get them. Yeah, I know. I it, think they're it is, tangible. It is very very it's tangible.
0: Because well, there's stuff that I hear all the time, and I'll hear it at a random place, and it's literally something that sticks with me forever. And some I'll even forget where I heard it. But like, no, now I got to do it like yeah. that because I heard
2: somebody else say. Because you would think the room temperature things is a no-brainer, but you know what, to tell you the truth, I didn't think of it till somebody told me because I was nervous. They're like, I just thought, no, you have four. That has to be hot. That has to be hot. Garlic bread's in the oven. Uh, but uh, if I'm not good at cooking, but I'm good at presenting. If you're a little nervous and you have to make something that, you know you, you, you know, you don't even have to say. You can be honest. It's all the presentation. Two quick things. One, go buy a Stouffer's lasagna. But then I, like, went to the cheese place and got fresh grated cheese. Look, those Stouffer's lasagnas taste pretty good anyway. Yeah. If you know how to cook it and you put it in, but if you put the fresh cheese over the top and then put it in the oven, and also meatloaf, the same thing. If you take, like, three meatloaves, put them on a cookie sheet, you buy at Vaughn's. They know how to make meatloaves. You go buy three turkey meatloaves, you just put cheese on them, put them in the oven, they come out. You look like so, a hero. You look like a hero. And I slice them long ways. That's Not actually. the short ways. Do they you... Makes it look like whenever
0: long. you do the presenting, and maybe it's changed over time. Do you say, "Look at this thing that Todd fucking made. Look how awesome Todd is with his uh, lasagna." Do you like if you're? Do you present it in a way of like, "Oh yeah, I got this, doctored it up, and now look at us"? Or are you like, "Isn't, that's a, isn't, oh, isn't Todd awesome?" That's everybody? such a good question. Isn't Todd awesome, everybody? <laughs> if, yeah. if it
2: doesn't come up, yeah. I don't say anything. I Until someone's it. like, Todd, this is so if good. If they really go, I go, well, you know what? I, I want to be a forthright with you. They're the Vaughn. And I'll tell them. And I go, and I just go get some really good shredded cheese, and I put it over the top. Because it's not like I'm serving them. Uh, but if it doesn't get brought up, if they're like, holy shit, this is good, and that's just it, and like, wow, this is good, then I might, might not ever bring it up, yeah. you know? But... Uh, <laughs> And has that changed where when you
0: first started doctoring were you like I think I you know, like, nobody nobody can know. I gotta let I gotta keep it I I gotta let people think that I'm or No, no Maybe you've I, grown more comfortable with yourself.
2: I think I almost always wanted to tell too many people right away. Like it was like I wanted to share like hey, guess what? It's not like I'm saying, Hey, that food's rancid. It's just yeah but um you want to get it out of the way almost yeah just so i used to uh now it's 50 50 if i bring it up i just don't want if they're really going off on it it's i'm not embarrassed of it so i'll just share it with them and go hey by the way here's what that is you know uh but uh, how are you doing? Hey. Oh, hey, folks. He's tapped in. He's trying to figure I, out about his fans. I, to- <laughs> I love talking about uh, this stuff. It's, it's fun, and it's fun to have people over and create a really cool vibe. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to hang out and it. And also, the less money you have, the, the more important it is to create a cool vibe at your place. Because you, I guarantee you. You will hang out there more. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you can do it with colored bulbs. You know, you could be in an empty room with no pictures, but you have a sofa and two chairs. Hmm. But if that room's orange and there's two candles on a table, that's it. Immaculate. That's, you know, you, cleanliness matters. But you have a room, it's literally you don't have time. I'm going to be here for four months. If it's yeah. orange, because you have an orange bulb and there's a sofa and two candles in the middle, now it's artistic. Yep. So you, th- my friend told me that took a lot of my advice. He goes, you know, I know what you mean now. I'll be like, people come here once and they'll be like, let's go hang out mm-hmm. at, at Vinny's <clears throat> yeah. house. See, and I... So in my room, some people would might call this
0: tacky, but I have a LED strip light around the whole thing. And I don't use it every day, but if I'm let's say I'm working in there on something, I want to turn off the main light, turn on the white light a little bit lower, or if I'm watching a movie in there, I want it to, the blue light, it's more comfortable. If I'm making sweet, sweet premaritals to my lady, red light.
2: You got. Cu- I like that. <laughs> Anytime you can change lighting is, is a big deal. And also, if you're not going to be at a place, you talked about like things that I think are tangible, especially if you're not going to be somewhere long. Look, you can have buy a piece of material that's 12 foot by twenty foot or ten foot and fold it in half when you need half of it or fill it, pin it up. And lighting and a few of those things around a place, you can you don't need a lot. I think the less you buy the better, you know, these days, and young people are doing that. They're not buying as much shit to fill a crappy apartments up with. Yeah. yeah. They want to, but you can still, while you're there, a lot of things that are cheap and take up no room and you know uh, I
0: think you could help people a lot I think that you should you could even do a thing where people send in pictures of their shithole apartments and you're like you know what this there that there the other thing there or, yeah. you, just, or you just fucking show up in the middle of the night and say like, a, like you're doing a beyond scared straight and
2: you wake them up. <laughs> like, I don't want to <laughs> do it. You know what it is? I'm never interested in any bits that go around it. Like You know what my friend said? And it, and, it, and I hope this is, applies to just more this story, but to anybody that's thinking about doing something these days. And I'm glad my friend said it. He goes, hey, look, you pitched it. That was years ago. You don't pitch it now. You do it. He goes, if you think you have a knack to that. He goes, which you do. and, I, and Which leads to the answer probably why I won't do it. But at least it's an honest answer. He goes, you just do it on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. G- g- go Go do it to this thing. Go help somebody or a friend or there's a comedy night. Pick something you want to fix or maybe two things. Go and do it. And then you have the before and the after, and yeah. it'll be what the fuck results. But I don't want the work. That's the reason yeah. I won't do it because it's the work that – the. Well, you've already done the work on your
0: own place and your own stuff, and it's, I imagine, constantly changing where you change your mind about something this or that.
2: Well, but no, it's, it's the... You've it, done the work to create your space, and you're like, ah, oh, now i got to go out and create okay. your fucking space. It's the part of it that isn't fun. The, 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 in other words, if I did it on... Tick, let's say I go, I'm just going to low-budget go shoot it, and my friend has just moved into his place, I'll go there and do a three-minute makeover on his place, or a minute. You have to do the work. If I was on a show that had a budget you're not doing the you're just saying okay we need to get this we yeah. need to get that you then don't have you're to there. go to light bulbs unlimited yourself yes that's you right. send somebody right. bulbs. you can send someone to the fabric mart <laughs> and go buy some you know some some 20 foot of material you know i don't want to do that part of it so that's why i probably won't do it but i wish that i because i know it would probably do very well on on instagram or tiktok i think i have some really good ideas and um, I could uh, do different one every week. You know? I
1: I love I love the idea of like doing something on Instagram or TikTok because, I'm I'm enjoying the idea of doing something as a season. Like I've launched multiple podcasts, and the idea of having to do something consistently, like oh you're gonna do that show, go pitch it, and hopefully it runs for twenty years. Like the idea of doing the same thing, forever and ever, it it kills me. But the idea of doing it like one thing on TikTok one thing on instagram a season 10 episodes of a podcast or something
2: oh for what it's worth what my friend was saying was if it would lead to because hey look everybody there's even though you know i think it's great when someone could be just a star on tiktok or instagram and i'm not disputing that um but it also can be a launching pad to mainstream more mainstream Mm -hmm. where there's a budget and they so that's what they're saying if you want it to end up on a show now just do them that that way your manager just says, hey, go look at his Instagram account, go look at his TikTok account, and they figure you yeah. out. It's a little more work that way, but it's certainly the way to express who you are without having to, you know, go pitch your... Go go have six things that explain who you are that are some are a minute, some are two. One's 30 seconds. I'm going to, you know, whatever. That's what he was sort of saying. It's yeah. also
0: even kind of the same thing where it's like now to get booked on shows, if you're like hitting somebody up, hey, I want to do your stand-up show. It seems... Um, counterintuitive to be like you're messaging somebody on instagram and you're like hey i want to do your show here's this is what i do this is, here's a video thing where really you're like hey i want to do your show they can click on that you go and then they could be like oh they're here's rather than like here's a five minute video here's a fucking million one minute things of me talking about some guy's hat you know that's right right
2: <laughs> um what you were saying about you know diff- doing different things I think this is sort of what you're saying, but I apply that to Conan like you know I hope he, yeah. I always hope he's happy where he's at like I know for a while it had O'Brien? to be yeah like a meaning like to me he's this he's a stud and That's probably a better way I can say that but you know you know what I mean Like yeah. he's the real deal and I love that he I wonder if he enjoys his life better that now he can like, go do something on Netflix Or he can yeah. do this project And then do something else He's not stuck in that same formula That might get a little redundant after a while Just do cool ass projects after yes. cool ass projects well, Or he doesn't podcast. have to go to work every day Yeah, That kind of yeah. thing where And like- still put out content and do really well, and be probably more creative. Yes, I want. I hope that's fun for him. I hope he's enjoying life because I'm enjoying watching whatever he has to put out.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the cool things about watching you doing so much stuff on TikTok
0: nowadays. Is your all I the mean,
2: dances, all the lip sync? oh lip-sync. yeah, all the lip-sync. I would do that
0: too if I could.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you no, yeah, could. the stuff,
0: uh, uh, the like hidden, uh, the hidden, the, uh, yeah, right? it's incredible. So Snapchat.
2: Funny. What was that? He's always says it's a throwback to like some other formula of the hidden camera like yeah you but know. it's like yeah, this no, guy that's... won't stop
0: talking
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's that. like you just like hey what's up guys tr- i i love seeing you do that because i as much as i've loved the todd glass show your podcast that that went for what 12 years mm-hmm. um as a person who's had long format things i've done podcasts for years and years there is something about the can the redundancy of like doing having to do the same thing you kind of feel like you're you're stuck into a specific mold so then when you have this platform now where you can do anything it's so much it's free
2: and, yeah. and and it's not it's not in place of podcasting i still think podcasting is one of the best things that ever it's it's just what a creative outlet for yes. so many people and i would still go back to it i miss being around the table but for me to be honest Because it was fun every week. I never got tired of doing it. I'm glad that's my story. It was just such a creative space to be able to be silly. Yeah. But I wouldn't hit as many people with it. And doing the TikTok, I always, it's funny, in my head I think TikToks. He puts it on Instagram too, but to me that's how I met Chad, through wanting to build a TikTok account. And Chad Maxwell um, is... it was hitting more people, which I get. And I don't, I I feel like I have to preface everything. I don't want anyone to get ahead of me and think I'm saying that no one has the attention span to watch anything long today. That's not true. They watch movies and they watch shows and they binge watch hours and hours and hours. But also sometimes smaller content can be appealing. That's all I'm saying. Because yeah. a lot of people go, oh yeah, no one will watch anything. They don't even hear what they're saying. It makes no sense.
0: it's a cop-out too
2: it's a cop-out yeah yeah. oh that's why exactly it is because they they can watch but also along with binging things that are hours long uh I understand why it's easier to tell someone if they like me. Before, if you liked me, how do you tell a friend? You go, oh, you should listen to his four-hour podcast there. All right, so, okay, now they can go, oh, go look at his uh, Instagram account. Go look at his TikTok account and learn about me. I'm not mad at that. I'm liking that it's happening. And if young people are going to be sometimes being introduced to stand-up on TikTok... I'm happy to be a part of it.
1: You've always embraced I ha- the younger I have. generation. I've always, uh, uh, that's always been and not like some
2: other comedians do.
1: Well, I mean. In a good way. But there's. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I say embrace, I don't mean embrace. Yeah. Uh, but you've always embraced the younger comics and you've had them featured on your shows and you've taken them on the road, you've given them work. And you know why? I think that's amazing.
2: First of all, they they like talking about stand up. It's not a mercy mission. It's self fulfilling. Why I'm at least in my head, the way I look at it. First of all, it's nice to be nice to people. I'm insecure. When I walk into a room, the more love that's offered is the more comfortable I'm going to be. I can get very nervous going into situations. So when there's love thrown at me, so maybe with all the mistakes I've made and God, I've made plenty. One thing that I figured out: well, you're going to get love if you give it. Mm -hmm. So. And also, you become a better comedian. It's not a mercy mission. Like I said, oh, they'll learn from me. I'll fucking learn from them. It is both ways. I'm not saying I don't have anything to offer, but I also have something to gain uh, besides just the friendship. And comedians are the best thing in the world to hang out with. There's nothing better. But also, I think it makes me a better comedian to hang out with uh, younger comedians. Absolutely. Um,
0: You know what? I was Sorry, I was thinking whenever we were talking about what you're doing online right now. I think... Well, kind of like what you're saying with podcasting, where there's kind of like an infinite uh, amount of like things you can do with it. The thing that because I was watching a lot of them yesterday, and I think that the thing that makes it so funny and makes it so good and it's something that you're good at is that you can see that because in the thing you're basically playing a stranger. Kind of like yeah, over, they're and all the same in those, but and those are, videos, but yes. you are a no matter whether like you're doing, uh, like you're at the yeah. table or your campfire or yeah. at the Uber jar, it's like you're a stranger and you're a weird stranger, and it's like there's kind of infinite, uh, amounts of angles to like, oh, this guy is this, oh, we met this guy and he's acting this way there's kind of a million different things you can do with it and it's kind of a uh what you're saying of uh with bringing like talking to new comedians and new people that with weird like at the fucking airport or wherever with all the different strangers it's like everybody has their own little thing and is weird and you're like oh here's this new it's kind of an infinite amount of characters or anything
2: it's the restaurant or it's the uber driver and those you know those do very well, but one thing that I'm glad that Chad feels the same way. Chad Maxwell is a is a, a, a influencer. I get no. If you're just because you're in TikTok, that doesn't mean you can be on there and not be an influencer, or yeah, just I think it's,
0: I think influencer is a, kind of a catch-all term. Yeah, yeah. That makes it so anyway,
2: easier. and and I met him through a friend of mine, Chad, uh, through my friend Cam, and I and, and you were saying, I said, going to say you met Chad through Chad. I met I met <laughs> Ca- Chad through Cam, and he had like five hundred thousand people and i was like during the pandemic watched TikTok and really fell in love with it i was like i knew very quickly not right away that it wasn't just the dances yeah i knew right away i was like oh that's like someone that watches tv and and or the, the, you know they're older when i started comedy and they'll be like all you see on comedy is dirty stuff because all they were watching was the stuff that's what but so they didn't really have it so i knew very quickly and that's and then i go wow I would see a video i was jealous of a quick 30 second video that they're yeah. editing on i'm like that's funny yeah. and even some of the dances this is what i, I have a joke about this in my act i gotta I watch it for the dances i do too sometimes <laughs> they'll do this stupid little dance a family or someone that, and i'll be like i that's so cool how'd they know that song would be but i was flailing i wasn't really knowing you know the the how to post things and i met chad maxwell and it fucking made my life so much better. He comes over once a week, or we repost my old stand-up, but, and it's fun. He comes over here. It's so much easier. It's like he comes over here, and basically I'll smoke some pod. Sometimes I'll invite friends over, but instead of inviting them over and doing a podcast, we just make content. Yeah,
0: and it's you can kind of do an infinite amount. In, yeah. uh,
2: we get high. We have an idea. I go, oh, why don't we jump on stage? Sometimes I have planned out ideas. Other times the, the things that I do in here... And I know, like, me showing, oh, here's my idea, how to make a, my own version of a burrito. They don't do as well. My stand-up clips don't do as well. But he agrees, and I agree. Y- you do them. Because yes. they look at your page, and they should know who you yeah. are. Yes. Even a social opinion. He goes, put it on there. So they know who you are. You don't just... They, they, and and uh, and I'm glad that he feels that way. Yeah, it all adds. It all... It yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, even... So my, my girlfriend is a stand-up, but her sister, their twins, is not a stand-up, but she... Does TikTok stuff. She has a trillion followers. But she, whenever we were all living in Portland for a year, like during the pandemic, same thing, for a year, not quite every day, but pretty much every day, she posted this thing and that thing, the other thing, and like did okay here and there. Like uh, this thing popped off a few followers. But I think that whenever we moved back to LA about two years ago, she maybe had 10,000 followers. And then she like figured out what it is she's trying to do. Then started doing those. She does like videos in her car where she's just like kind of talking shit. And who is like, this? Uh, my si- uh, girlfriend's sister, girlfriend Ra- sister, Allie Ryan. Allie if you Ryan? saw her video, you'd be like, oh yeah. she's." I mean, she okay. has like a, almost a million followers now. But from doing that, then doing that every day, it just more and more and more and more and more. And then forever, I was like, dude, I was like, TikTok is great, but you also have to be putting these on Instagram. She's like, oh, I will eventually. And then she started doing that and went from like 4,000 followers, maybe, to. Like 170,000 in like three months. Like it's, it's crazy. And people love it. And it's like, it's, but it's kind of, it's all fishing, kind of. Yeah. It's like every time you post a thing, that's what's fun about <laughs> it is like sometimes it's disheartening because you're like, oh, fuck, I put that out there and I liked it and nobody gave a fuck. And then, but it's like you're throwing this hook in and you're like, maybe I'll catch a big one. Right. Or maybe I'll catch nothing. But I, I love
1: l- that you're posting multiple different styles of you because I, I don't think you're a guy who should be shoehorned. No. into one particular and you, and, thing
2: and you and you could make it look i don't know why like sometimes i'll ask myself why can't you just do the TikToks? why do you have to give your dissertation on why it's met with such resistance because that's interesting for me to talk about and i guess i hope i'm not deluding myself i hope it's because i can take someone that's teetering going down this path of oh now you got to do do TikToks. look the old way And how far back do you want to go? 30 years ago, okay, you didn't have to do all this shit, but a very small slice of people had success. So don't act like if we go back to the old way, it's going to be nice to you.
0: Yeah. But it's all adapting, too. It's can you adapt to the new thing?
2: Yes. And by the way, my question is why not happily? I don't, I think it's like a drug, and most people, it has nothing to do with it's not right for them. Because the people that are like having, you know, giving resistance, oh, now you got to put up my friend who, who knows the side I'm on? I always think people won't come to me with any standard <laughs> complaints. He goes, "Yeah, that's so much content." I go, "You're making a bigger deal about it than it is." We get together, we're silly. I'm not editing together short films. We, when you know, and as you go, I'm having a ball doing it. My podcast was more work, and I again, I yeah. love doing that. So the the content. I'm not exhausted, and I'm not afraid of throwing out material. I'll write new material. What oh, can you imagine if I put all my material out on TikTok, and then people are coming to see me in 5,000 seat theaters? Then what am I gonna do? Write more material. Yeah. Why yeah. am I yelling? Or do the <laughs> honestly, do the same shit? People. You like can it. do. So, by the way, if people like you, that's what you think, can do. Half, and they would love you. They that's want, always been my thing. Some want to hear it. Some would. I really believe if you. And I'm not putting no pressure on a comedian to write new material. You, these guys that haven't written a new joke in 50 years—well, I don't know how creative fulfilling no, that could be.
0: We're both sitting right
2: here. Yeah. <laughs> but if you go to see a comedian, I know because I went to see comedy while I started, and if I went back a year later, I hope I'm not just delusionally remembering this to uh, to you know to make my writing you know look like I, I have a good work ethic. But if they did half new material when I saw them a year later, I was thrilled. I was like, yeah, they did a lot yeah. of the old stuff, but they had like half new stuff. Or any big chunk of new stuff. Well, Gaffigan
1: so, will still do the pop. Hot no, he doesn't thing. anymore. He doesn't. Well, no. for a while he was doing. He did it at the end
2: because people wanted it, and then my manager. They'd riot if they did. If he did. Yeah, but they—they're fine. They—they they, uh, man, but that people, guy writes a lot of new material. Yeah,
1: he does. Well, his wife does. His, <laughs> his he wife doesn't write write. Shit, His wife. Shit. No, but they used to material. co-write
2: some stuff, but I don't think anymore. But yeah, they did—they did co-write stuff for a but while. But I think
1: it's okay to have some of your uh, your hits in there. You know. Yeah. And, oh, and, and, it's
2: whatever you want to do. By the way. Yeah uh so what i am saying what i like i'm not saying everybody should everybody should do exactly what they want but i find i enjoy life better i always say if i go back to a club in a year i hope 40 percent of it solid 40 percent, is new and the other part that's old is going to be different anyway so i hope i'm not deluding myself to yeah. maybe someone will go he hasn't it's it.
0: weird like it should be i don't know it's supposed to be like obviously it's supposed to be different and you're supposed to be that's what's so hard about like doing it for especially so long is like you're supposed to be growing with it all the time and it's like I've only been doing it like 10 years but like I did a taping a few months ago and then now it's going to come out soon and I'm going to have to watch it to give them whatever and it makes me sick even thinking about watching it because I'm like, oh, I fucking sucked then. Now I'm better. Now I am <laughs> yeah. now I feel good about myself where now I'm going to have to watch myself from three
2: months ago and be yeah. like, you fucking piece of shit. Look, look at you. <laughs> I said to Gary Goldman once, which this might make you feel better. He goes, I go, when am I going to stop watching my old self and hating it? Now talking about longer than three yeah. months back, but in that same genre, if that word exists. Uh, but I said, when am I going to stop watching my old self and hating it? He goes, well, hopefully Hopefully, never. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. He goes, what do you want to be? Like, oh, we you know when I was the best six months ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, I was great back
2: then. Oh, yeah. a year ago, I was better. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, could you edit out that part when I yell? Because I think I've been doing a good job of. <laughs>
0: Volume you, control.
2: You, <laughs> you pivot me in a good direction. Things I've talked about, but you pivot me in a specific area that I haven't exhausted.
1: What am I, a but piece of shit over here? I don't do any good I don't, you, even, I don't do any good pivoting for you.
2: You I love. Right. You I know already. I hang out yeah. at your you know, you come here. We yeah. hang out a lot. We yeah. hung out three nights ago. I know. It was great.
1: It I, was fun, right? I I, I yeah, Kevin said in. you guys
2: did karaoke. With yeah. John Bran Wagner was here and I got we got the iPad hooked up and it was it was it was, it was fun.
1: It was at one point uh, Todd looks over at me. Because we had smoked, I haven't been smoking very much, so it was like uh, it was really hitting me. And you he guys had a over, cigarette, yeah, a yeah, so, uh, Marlboro Red. And uh, <clears throat> you know, John's on the stage doing his like third song or whatever. Todd looks over and he goes, "Hey, w- should we take it easy on the music?" Because he could tell I was a little too high.
2: Oh, well, sometimes uh, <laughs> it could get loud, and I think like, is it time to now have quiet? Yeah. But we yeah. were singing. I was enjoying John oh, singing. Love. He found his, there'd be nights when he would just sing from his guts. And I liked it. It was a fun, it was a fun having Are the, you
0: a, uh, if you, because I love karaoke. But it's whenever you, the, I'm curious what your opinion is on. So do you, with karaoke in mind. I'll
2: never do it is my answer, ever. And I never really? have.
0: Outside of your own place?
2: No, yeah. Really, I've done it at a place where you have a room. See, that's what I'm. I'm. I'm almost in the opposite
0: vein that I think that karaoke. I'm. I think it's better whenever it's weird strangers and because a karaoke night in general. I just went to one in Santa Cruz after our show, across the street uh, at a bar attached to a bowling alley, and there was very weird people. And it's usually yeah. always
2: very weird. <laughs> but that's people. what makes that fun, and right? It's, it's. I love it. I Even if you don't sing, though. I can't get enough. Even if you sing too, oh yeah, see, I I wish I could. I love. I can't get enough. Like, what songs will you do?
0: Uh, My number one go to every time if I'm going to do one song is "Dead or Alive" by Bon Jovi.
2: Great song. Uh, You know, and the crowd loves that too. Yeah, because
0: there's a a call and return. Sometimes uh, if I do two songs, I'll do "The Wanderer." But you know, uh, I'm the type of guy who likes to roam around uh, that kind of thing. But there's, and this is, I saw something at a karaoke thing that I it's for some reason to me. Is so beautiful for some reason. We didn't even know there was karaoke. We go in there for dinner and we're sitting down. It's just it's at the Belmont on La Cienega. It's like a bar. Like we just go in there get some, you know, fucking wraps or whatever. We're get some drinks, and the guy a guy comes in, and he's setting up his laptop. And we're like, oh, he's going to set up karaoke. And this guy has long, uh, in between white and blonde hair in a ponytail. He's probably like in at least probably early 60s, uh, backwards hat, long, white, flowing hair, ponytail, flannel, uh, g- g- maybe shorts, or I believe, of like some like kind of cut-off shorts. You could tell this guy's been in it, you know? And he sets it all up. He sets up his whole thing, and then he opens up the computer, and you see his uh, login for his computer where you have a username, where, it, you know, Todd or whatever. But his was Rockstar. And Hell then he yeah. logged into it. And it, <laughs> I saw... I, I, that was the only moment in my life I've ever wanted to write a book. Cause I was like, that is, nope. there was something about it that was so beautiful. <laughs> and so it, the world is, has been cruel to this guy a little yeah. bit, <laughs> you know, and yeah. like and it's not. And he, but in his mind, he's, that's who he is. And that's what he does. He's there to set up the karaoke. And if I wasn't sitting perfectly in that, I was the only one who saw it. And I, if I wasn't sitting in that seat, I wouldn't have seen it. And there was just really something about it that struck me. Everybody should have a little bit of that.
1: Yeah. Like that self-confidence to yourself. Yeah. You're a fucking rock star.
0: Yeah, it's literally like if he wrote it on his mirror in his bathroom and it said you're a yeah, fucking yeah, rock star Yeah, I need thing. a little of that. But I get it s- tattooed. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. your forehead backwards. So yeah, then you yeah. look Stock in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, we, we got to wrap up here pretty soon. But before we go, uh, tell us the biggest dirt you have on the most
0: the famous celebrity you know.
2: Well, one time. What, was um, t-
0: what, what about Tim Allen? <laughs> he
2: wasn't there when I did that. When you did home improvement? I remember he had a flip phone. I thought it was pretty look oh, at him. Yeah. He's got the flip phone. Oh, shit.
0: I remember the first time I ever saw someone take a picture on a camera phone. It was at a Bakersfield Blitz arena football game, and I thought wow. that guy must have been the richest guy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I had that, yeah. That's what they got Michael Richards on. Well, That was, that was why that Michael Richards thing was so big, because that was like the first like gotcha viral video that somebody didn't know was going That's on. That's Bruce's favorite set. He's ever saying. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. you that can song. talk, you can talk, the famous words. Uh, the, <laughs> I, I, that was like one of the most famous things. I, st- yeah, that- I talk about that all the time because uh, at the Comedy Store a lot, Frasier Smith will be hosting the uh, the Monday night thing, and then so he's the one bringing me up, and I have to bring it up because at the end of that video, and I've d- had Frazier on a podcast before, and we talked about it. At the end of the video, Michael Richards, he throws the mic on the ground, he comes off stage, and it's very grainy, but then <laughs> Fraser wa is hosting, walks back on stage and goes, Well, I don't know what to say, folks. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) And then he has to continue the show from there. And what he said is that I forget who he said, Italian guy uh, from New Jersey, from New Jersey is the next. They just have to continue the show and that the guy goes on stage and he goes up there and the crowd is in shambles. there. And then he goes, I don't know. He says, uh, I don't know what the big fuss is about. He's like, I'm from Jersey. We see that kind of shit every day, and then like that kills, and then he's like, "Okay, and, like the show was back on." Amazing. Yeah,
2: if you know how to ride it, the, that you st- same step, Never mind. <laughs> I mean, the, I'm editing myself because I know you have to go. This was fun. I hope you guys had fun. Well, oh yeah, dude, I had a. Blast. What, Do you have a question Love for me? me? I do have another question. Thirty-second answer. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, no, I got, I'm not in a hurry. By the way, give me one of yeah, your. I got a good another
0: fifteen minutes.
1: Oh, you do. Yeah. All right. Well, tell me, I because I uh, I talk to my kids about your famous desserts. Uh, because you, one time I came over here, and you, we had vanilla bean ice cream, and you poured cat, or you poured. I'll tell you, I have never. It was too. Let's see what no, your
2: memory is if it isn't. It, and I'll tell you exactly it was what it was cinnamon
1: toast crunch, and it was delicious.
2: That is a good one, uh, and you would think that's a pretty easy. I'm good at mixing things, like I'm not good at cooking good or at making doc- my own doctoring. desserts. But I like Doctor. And I was going to write a book, called, a show called Doctor This. Um, and it's uh, just a picture of your ass but for (laughs) some reason (laughs) doctor this asshole the cereals You should play like what we used to do back in the day was we'd get the six boxes so we could test different cereals. Yeah. So so after a while, everybody should do this with whatever cereal they want. It doesn't matter. But I'm heavily suggesting that the cinnamon toast crunch is good. Great. But also frosted flakes are good. They don't. You some cereals don't Mm. do as well. I think with the ice cream because it stops it completely. It's too much. The ice cream and then you hit that crunch. It's you want crunch but not. That, that still gets yeah, in the yeah. way of the creaminess of the ice cream. So rice crispies are pretty good. Yeah. Like yeah, just yeah. a bland rice crispy. But just for texture. For texture. Yeah. Uh but the the cinnamon toast crunch with the vanilla. And I always think that ice cream's better if you put it, especially with doing the ice the, the mixing it in. If you have patience wait or put it in the microwave. So it's yeah. still ice cream yeah. but it's soft serve. It's a soft bit. serve. Yeah, it's yeah, soft yeah. serve. Exactly. Delicious. Uh, and the other thing is this is like a good dessert. Like you know Ice cream cakes, I always feel like everybody always wants an ice cream cake. Oh, I should speak for myself. My ex loved ice cream cakes. So, But the ice cream cake is never really that good. It's not like when you go, you know, you get the moist uh, cake part. It's always like that pound cake. That's yeah, it's not, hard. Not even the best pound cake. So what I would do is go get these... Um, uh, uh they're, they're at every supermarket. They're pre-made, but they're moist as fuck. They're like cinnamon swirls. They have apple swirls. Oh, yeah. You can really do it with any. So, it was co- you know so when good. Yeah, okay. And then just get ice cream. It's Kellogg's. Like You better shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then go get ice cream, like a quart of, uh, you know, any ice cream <clears throat> at all. You know, like, well, I usually go with vanilla, not get in the way of yeah. it. And then I just put it all over. Amazing. No, I don't. I'm telling this wrong. So then I get this cinnamon swirl and I cut it in half long ways. I put it on and then I put ice cream in there and then put the top back on. Yeah. Does that uh, my, make sense? Yeah. A that's... lot of ice cream. Put the top back on, put it in the freezer. For some reason, those cakes, even two, three hours later, the cake part will still be sort of soft. Yes. Then when you cut it, you're like, this is a fucking great ice cream cake. Yeah, yeah. So it's... Because uh, the
1: ice cream's not a brick of ice.
2: It's not a... Yeah, and, and I also did it with the cheese. Uh, it's like a cheese crumble cheesecake once. <sighs> And I just put it all over the top. That I put all over the top. I put it in the freezer. Cut it. It was fucking stupid good. I bet. It was like it was the cheesecake was denser and then the ice cream. And it's also when you do something like that, you're the compression of it. You could go, well, you can put a scoop of ice cream next to a piece of anything. or. But it's when you do it together and it molds together and you eat it. That's what makes that that's so good yeah my
1: wife used to make ice cream cakes for everybody's birthday all the all the kids birthday and that's what essentially what she would do she'd she'd melt it down a little bit she'd make a cake and then yeah. put, put a layer in the middle and then put it in the freezer so it doesn't all it doesn't drip melt but it, you know and the and the cake being hot too oh she did of, it with a
2: hot cake yeah
1: because she'd make the cake and she cut it and then she put it and oh, oh man it was that's
2: going to be the mother load it's, right it's there.
1: amazing my mother used to make uh, mississippi mud pie
2: um, oh, come on. Don't be gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: No, at, at least that, she had the fan on. She had the spray Yeah, you had had talk everything. about a callback. talking
2: <laughs> shit. Why do you have to be dirty like that? I can picture her now in the bathroom. <laughs> Just like Tib Robinson making mud pies all over. <laughs>
0: hey, you little piece of shit, I got your birthday cake coming out right now. But I, I think that that's... Because I feel the same way about... Uh, I think that you're a very thorough person and then a way of that you want everything to be set up for success even example when you sent the directions today it said my car is here there are hedges there you walk through the hedges past the orange gate and then you're going to be in my backyard and it's very much because you're it's kind of the same way whenever i get food delivered in my postmates there's a probably a four he sentence always does thing. this he always brings it's up good. good it makes their life easier when it you does know because you, i say i say go past this plant First stairs on the left. Walk all the way down the thing. Leave it right there. And you always so, right? Don't be an asshole. I say don't, don't be an asshole and don't if if I if and don't even don't stick around too long. Yeah. yeah don't well, be yeah. An you take
2: for granted, especially with food delivery. A lot of people would hear us say this and think they do it, but you're right. I try to with Uber. I have very. Uh, you know very specific things that I will tell them and uh, I have a, a blue light out there so I'll turn the blue light on and yeah. just think oh they're turning they're driving they're so you parking. You see the blue
0: light and that's where you see
2: the blue light
0: and it's that and I think that I think you're very passionate about things that then this isn't me saying it but things that in the long run of life and death political will the nuclear bomb go off do not matter, but they matter in a way of if it helps you enjoy the moment, moment to moment, yeah. it makes things more enjoyable and easier and better overall in a way that I think is a very interesting. And I think that you have a way of like... That's very fascinating. Even Kevin saying, oh, you know, you do desserts, and then you're going this know, like, thing, and it's and it, I love it. I think everybody loves it. But it's this is a thing where pe- it sticks in people's mind of next time they're going to do a thing, like, oh fuck, Todd, I heard that thing Todd Glass yeah. said, and yeah. now if I do this, it's going to make me whatever. I think it's uh, I think it's a very interesting thing.
2: You know, I appreciate the kind words. And I really do. And, I, and I, I guess like sometimes when I feel like I have to deflect it a little, not even here because, you know, necessarily just here, but like even here to like deflect the, the kind words. But like I think everybody's just drawn to different things that they care about. Yeah. So although it flabbergasts me sometimes lighting, my ex says I ruined him. Meaning when he goes to weddings now. Meaning, he goes, not because I don't agree with you. I agree with you. Most weddings, it's... Before, I didn't think about it. He didn't think about it. He goes, and now I see when people come over my house, they, they can love it. They can know to love it. He's now living this life because he just got a place and he's making it nice. And he goes, people can love it and not even attempt to do it at their own place. And it's not a money thing. You go, but they wouldn't shut up about how funky it felt in here and how cool it felt in here. It was all lighting. Yeah. And then I go to their place and, I, and it's like, it's a weird thing. A it's laboratory. A, it's a phenomena for me. It's a phenomena. Weddings, these people get paid to do it. But nevertheless, going back to deflecting. And I just think I always sort of, guess I cared about it, whether it's a house or a comedy club, the ambiance. And it's so cheap. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah. it's, it's, it's and you it's, just... it's
0: You have to care. It's not about you have to have... You, just, just, you have right. to care about your own moment-to-moment enjoyment and comfortability. And you seem very right. comfortable. You don't have to have a lot of money. Comfortable moccasins. Thank you. This couch, your pants, everything. You don't
2: have to have a lot of money. The fun thing is you even see people that have money. If you have money, you can do more with ambiance. Then you can really go... Uh, can I just share this? Because I know it has nothing to do with anything, but it'll just show when I get obsessed with something that just because everybody does something doesn't mean it's right we know that socially of course the but it's also in weird things I'm going to point something out if everybody notices once it'll pay off most people that build fire pits like I have a fire pit in my yard yeah and it's offset it um, correct is that or is that that big thing with on the, uh, no, the chair? no 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 okay. fire, fire pit is with the chairs around it for a fire
0: Oh, the thing in the middle. I was thinking of yeah, yeah, the, 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 yeah. the chimney-looking thing.
2: So m- mine isn't an expensive one. Believe me, mine is six little boulders that we made a circle out of, and I just put chairs around it. But even if you had money to do a real cool one, and then you see them put cement benches. You see it all the time. I'm talking yeah. about yeah. people My that spend $250,000 and come here, and I tell them, and they go still do it. And I see it and I go, me and my friend have a joke because they were one of my friends that did it right. They they were actually building their home and I told them and when I was going there the first time I he thought, said, don't fuck I'm ready up. to go and see they did it wrong or they put, and now, of course at that point, I don't say anything, I'm not a monster. You just go, but I went there. Now they had a really nice one It was built but, and they had these Adirondacks chairs. No, they had a little money to spend, so they had like real, They there's there were six around it. Yeah. But also, the reason you do it that way, number one, for the comfort, and two, when you have people over, you're gonna to wanna to expand the circle around the fire, to have some chairs over behind your shed, or chairs that you stack that are the good plastic ones, and then when, you, but you have the six out there all the time, or the four out there, but in the case, and that night it happened, and it made me so happy that, there was like only like 12 people left the six wasn't enough hey everyone move back a little bit and we kept squeezing chairs in between yeah. there but you see c- cement cement and me and my friend teresa have a running joke i send her pictures of cement benches people that have money this is a guy advertising on tiktok and go oh can i imagine cozy up there and just yep. loving it yep what are you wear? <clears throat> what to
0: a park bench that, that's like, uh, you know. That would be an improvement. Yeah.
2: Usually they're, they're straight back. Yeah, no, I, my aunt has something. that exact
0: thing. They built a very nice house, a beautiful fire pit with gas, blue stones, turns on. Benches. Flames come up, cement benches.
2: Not only because the comfort of it, but you can expand it. The expanding yeah. of it, I get most people would never think of, but I am right. It's a very well thought out thing as a designer of someone's backyard to go, you're going to want this expandable. So even if you had a thousand dollars a chair to spend, like you have that type of money, I would still do it with chairs that can be moved. Or you more.
1: could even do a cement bench, but put some fucking pillows on it. Put no, it on
2: can't it. expand, and it's on one half, and it's not going to be. Is it going to be your? First of all, it's not a money thing. This my way is cheaper. Yeah, My way's cheaper
1: Oh so you're saying Like the ones that are Built into the ground Type of thing Yeah
2: Oh yeah I don't mean Park benches would be An improvement Your back would probably Fit into those I'm talking about They build like a cement bench Like a cement back A cement thing Even if there's pillows on it It's not gonna be cozy
0: I'll tell you If I had cement benches You know First thing I would do is put those little grind stoppers on it so skateboarders don't drop by. <laughs> yeah. Just start, start, start <laughs> right. grinding on my fucking stuff. Gotta get those uh, even at your house. Yeah, you yeah. Do, you that, go. Why do they have those? It, well, the people it they sleep p- out. spikes on it so people don't come sleep on it. I'd be, I'm very yeah. Uh, before <laughs> Fire we pits, that's before all. we do go, I would there's I, I I would like to hit you with a, a few questions if that's possible. Uh, if you I thought about this earlier on the way because I was I was alone uh, at my at my place. You're a classy guy. <laughs> and I was thinking whenever you're is just you just you no one else around and let's say you have to uh, you know let's say you have to uh, to pass gas or maybe belch what uh, what volume do you think that you're doing oh. that at? are you going full bore because I'll tell you right now especially if
2: nobody's around'm I'm, I'm trying to
0: trying to break the windows
2: okay I want to be incredibly uh, honest with you because thank you when, when I was talk even when I talk about when I see someone eat, you know, and it's disgusting when nobody is around. I am um, now. I won't go out of my way to like. I don't think it's hilarious to to pass gas, but of course, when no one's around, I just do whatever I need to do. Yeah. Um, but uh, with food, my uh, the it, it must be scary. There used to be a kid that worked on the podcast, and he ate like me. And I used to tell him, Chris, do you know why it bothers me the way you're eating? Because that's how I eat. And I go, yeah. I can't look at it anymore in private. But you're in you're supp- you
0: are, if it's just you. And if it's no just one you,
2: I, of course there's no rules, you know. Yeah. You'll you be a little sloppier. That's what's maybe just cool about chilling out by yourself. But I do adapt those. Now, when I'm in front of people, I will change my... I'm not, like, uh, proper in an uncomfortable way yeah. that you wouldn't want to <laughs> be you're, around So You're somebody's. not putting a,
0: a handkerchief on <laughs> while you're farting. Yes, yes, yes. D- dapping and, up. And I have definite...
2: If I was, which I wouldn't want to do, but if I was going to, like... Uh, if if I was helping somebody design their house now look I get it there's going to be people that hear this I'm not saying if you use coasters you can't have some crazy comfortable cool house it just happens to be that table is a certain way doesn't represent your stiffness of the house I get it you can use coasters and and still have a very but I will still say if you're asking me and you haven't bought the tables yet and you be a no fucking coaster house it's such a it's just a choice you make And unless you have a table that's, and then put it in the other room and be a no-coaster house. I just think it's a warmer. I'm not saying I haven't been asked to use oh, a coaster sorry. and I don't mind at all. I really don't mind. But I guess I I guess I still prefer. I think it's cool if you decide you're going to be a no-coaster house. Yeah. Come
1: sit over here, Bruce, because
0: that the camera just seems We're going to wrap up in a second. Yeah, but yeah. we still, we yeah, still want to try. Yeah, wrap up uh, over here.
2: Co- yeah, we'll get all, get all the couch.
0: Todd, uh, this is my <coughs> other question. And was
2: that short? I tried to give you a <coughs> short. No, it's great.
0: Not short enough. To Let's be say. Honest. Uh, a look at us right here. Let's say if you had to pick for your death row meal. Ooh, what are you going that's with?
2: That's good. Well probably Thai food. Okay. Peanut with a peanut sauce. You, you know, like the peanut the sauce? thick noodle. Penis sauce? Penis sauce. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> with a penis and sauce. No I love I Christ. love penis sauce. <laughs> and don't isolate that. Um <laughs> a video of me saying I love peanut sauce and you play it on Eddie's podcast, hey but it'll give me a following. <laughs> um, I mean, why not? uh, uh but uh, probably Thai you know, like the 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 drunken pasta—it's that fat noodle, fat thin noodle. Yeah. So probably that. I uh, love that shit so it's fair.
1: much. Uh, any anybody uh, anything you want to plug? Anybody else's stuff you want to plug?
2: No, but I will for what it's worth. Instagram, TikTok. Yes. Uh, yeah, Todd uh, shit
0: is hilarious. It's one of my favorite things I've been watching lately. And it's it really fun to me, do. Really makes me laugh.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. And they're fun to do. And ten-year-old um, uh, is the strike. Right? are we i try to be respectful of it even though i'm not doing much as far well, as marching but we'll do, uh, are we allowed to promote Tom. stuff
1: uh well the actor strike's still going on so no mm. i don't think so
2: well i don't have to I say think it i'm, to
1: watch allowed, it, I'm but allowed to yeah watch maybe, 10 maybe. year old time it's fucking hilarious it's got some of my favorite comics on it that uh seem to all culminate in the same place and malkovich which is insane
2: hell yeah uh, jennifer coolidge yeah uh you know, a, a lot of really uh, a lot of really great people. I know their faces, but I don't even know their names. But I'll be like, oh, that that's from that show. Or, you know. Or no, um, Martin you Luther know King. Voice. Yeah, Martin Luther King is on there.
1: Is
0: great.
2: What's uh, the guy's name who does the ice cream truck? David Duchovny. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, Duchovny's great. It's
0: you awesome. know what's uh, the very last thing that made me laugh while I was watching? It was a clip of a podcast I was on where we found this out. They made that movie about Kurt Warner, the football player, and the actor that they had who played uh, a running back in the show was a guy named O.J. Keith Simpson, who's a new actor now that goes by O.J. Keith Simpson that I thought was very funny because I think that he <laughs> probably could have just done
2: Keith Simpson and yeah. Ben, ben, ben okay. <laughs> Right, right, right. That's a choice to keep the O.J. O.J. Uh, was my
1: father's name. I'm not changing yeah. it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I appreciate it very much, Todd. Thank, thank you, you for, so much Thank buddy. you for letting us come thank over. Thank you.
2: Maybe we should have done the whole podcast like this. I don't know. Three guys on the couch. <laughs> yeah, It's no, very this intimate. No, this, this is, no, this is very funny. Your neck would have hurt. Uh, all man. right,
1: folks. Well, hey, thanks so much for joining us on the pod. Go subscribe. Leave us a review. All that stuff. Go check out Todd on all the social medias. Watch 10-year-old Tom. Uh, you know, kiss your mother on the mouse. Tell her you love her. Goodbye, people.
2: We love you just the way you are. That's the way to do it. Fucking bullshit. I can't. I'm fucking sweating over here. I'm tired of helping you produce your show. You know, right now people are listening. Like it's in black. The name of your show is up. The credits, if you give me, you know, whatever. Scroll shit to just make it look cool. they still hear us.
0: Yeah, and then it fades to black on the fades. end. I it like that. Fades to black
2: again, and then you think it's over.